Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today, we have a special, special guest. Extra special. Jason Dill. Special Ed. Jason <laughs> Dill is here in the building, dude. What is Can't believe it. going on, dude? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I like your guys' show. Thanks, dude. I'm, Thank glad, you, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And hopefully, I, you know. Um, hopefully I, I, I survive. <laughs> hopefully we survive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thanks for coming, dude. Thank it's you. An honor to have it's you. It's funny here. with the yeah. microphone this close, I just feel like I'm saying ba ba. Like I feel like everything <laughs> I'm doing is like, turn your mic down, Kelly. This is gonna get loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's dive right into it, man. Jason Dill. Hmm. <laughs> Born and raised in uh, Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach was an interesting place to come from because. Uh, I lived across the street from Ed Templeton, but um, I guess I'll get back to it because you guys really do the full spectrum nowadays. You guys really, <laughs> let's get into your fucking life story. <laughs> well, I, we, I like to cruise through that. Tell me all your trials so, yeah. and tribulations. Yeah. Right. So I was born in Huntington Beach mm-hmm. and um, um, I had a very, um, I had a very strange childhood. Strange. Um, yeah, like, you know, like nothing happened you know that was it's just yeah it was super strange was it strange because Ed lived across the street from you well see the thing is like basically let me just outline it like this like from the time I was born to when um, I was about 16 I got my first apartment on my own oh wow we lived in already 22 different houses apartments trailer parks wow motels all in the same area Warner and wow. and Beach, so it's like either Beach Boulevard that way was the motels because they were cheap down by Westminster, mm-hmm. and um, then Warner Avenue was just a series of different apartments and stuff, mm-hmm. and then Slater was the trailer park that my grandmother lived at, and that ended up being like the constant that I would go back to mm-hmm. because it stayed there. Mm-hmm. Like all the places, like we got kicked out of like so many fucking places, and to me, like you know, when you're born into that, it's normality. I didn't right. know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked. Once I found skateboarding, I liked that we moved so much because then I'd just be in a different part of town, new skate kids, new spots and shit. I didn't realize that we were nomadic gypsies. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and then also it's like when I was really young, um, not to, you know, be all, you know, dramatic, whatever, but my, my father was a real cocksucker. He just was like, just one of those, you know, like son of a bitches that, had a terrible upbringing himself, mm. um, and um, he took it out on my mother, so I had to watch. And mm. I grew up with brothers and sisters, but my brothers and sisters would always be gone with their dad, Alfonso. And um, he's a great man. I love that man. Like he actually like he would like bring me Christmas presents and shit. Like, oh wow, cool. nice. So yeah. bad for you, kid. You don't seem like you don't got it too good. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, and like the basically, it's like. You know, it, it was a lot of that. And then my father went to jail when I was eight years old for oh. possession and uh, intent to distribute cocaine. Oh, wow. And um, that was him gone. And so then right then I, I ended up moving with my family to the corner of uh, Geneva and Alabama and Huntington Beach. Okay. And I'd seen skateboarding. Like I'd seen Back to the Future and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? right, and like, right. I was like, you know, I could go down the driveway and like, like turn like you know on like a Valterra but like I didn't know what tricks were and stuff so like 
we move again, mm-hmm. which is by that time pretty fucking uneventful for me. It's like, right. oh, it's Tuesday. We're moving. Jeez. Big surprise. But it must have been hard to move around and stuff and do all that yeah. stuff, you know? Skin. Get a tissue. You guys, I'm glad you brought me here. Um, um, but yeah, we had a psycho childhood. Right. Like, you know, I talk to my mom about it all the time. You okay. know, it's like, she's sorry. She didn't yeah, want yeah, to be yeah. that way. I love my mother to death. Like, right. There you, you are. You got a photo of, photo of you oh, and your mom right. right there. Yeah. Next to Chloe. But um, yeah. um, um, no, I love my mom to death. She's great. I yeah. hope you are like, I hope you love that apartment I got you in Redondo Beach right now. Mom. There you go. <laughs> no, it's, it's, go. It's, right now my mom's in an Airbnb, <laughs> but it's fine. She's we're moving her to something else. There you but go. um, um, I forgot the fuck I was talking. No, about. no, my dad, no. My dad went to jail, mm-hmm. and then um, I'm in Huntington Beach. I'm eight years old, and uh, we moved to the corner of Geneva and Alabama. And, there was a kid named Eric Estrada. Now, oh, the, the <laughs> chips, the guy from Chips. I almost wish. Yeah, I wish. We, I wish all these years later we would have given Eric a different last name. Like to, but anyways, Eric Estrada was the greatest skateboarder you've ever seen. No. Way. Now, now I had never seen skateboarding like on this level to where people are doing it like off a jump ramp. Oh. You have to understand, kids. This is like 1986. Okay. So, 85. You know. So. Ed and them, so if I'm eight, Ed and them are like 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first day I saw them, I just kind of just went to this corner and watched. And then I crossed the little street and I, I watched from the other corner. <laughs> I think that was just the first day. I was just like. You wanted to get all, you wanted to get all angles. I think I had like, oh gosh, gosh, fucking <laughs> overall. I was, I was eight fucking years right, old. Right, right. So I was like, whoa, those guys are those guys are cool mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously right so I think like the next day like I crossed the street and I was like, <laughs> like, got ten, a little like, closer. like 10 feet away from the ramp and then like someone was like hey can you uh, no <laughs> like do you want to <laughs> <laughs> no, no words spoken just, yeah so they got like I think there was there was there was a, this Hispanic kid Mario, and then there was this black kid Dennis. Dennis was fucking sick. I wonder what happened to Dennis. Like, God bless you, Dennis. You were so good. Like, Dennis would take their old boards, hmm. and he'd basically go home and like make a smaller board, oh, like, out of, shape like with a fucking um, a chisel. Yeah, and it was like I was so impressed by that. Wow. It's like, wow, you made their board new again. <laughs> but um, yeah, they got me like an old like I think it was like a like a like a Vision Old Ghost or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was like. This thing was so fucked up. <laughs> like it, like looked like it'd been in the rain and whatever, and it didn't have any grip tape. And um, they set it up for me and like basically helped me get it. And I was like, "All right, cool. This is what we do." And I don't know how I did it, but I went off the ramp. And oh, I, really? Wow. And back then, you got to understand, like this wasn't no. The jump ramp was as high as the fucking table. Yeah. Okay. And I was about as tall as this table. Right. So it's like going off a building. Yeah. It's like Bart Simpson jumping the fucking snake river yeah. gorge or some shit. And I was just like, ah, I'm going to leave my arm here so it breaks. Yeah. And that was the first day that you were you were riding the board, you went off the ramp. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just let out a really weird, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that and then. It's funny how time is, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm hanging out with these kids that are obviously, like, bad kids and shit, and I'm watching, like... Like, I remember one time walking into, like, a room of this one house where there was ramps, and it was on the other side of uh, whatever, that part of Huntington Beach. I remember walking in, like, these kids were watching a porno, and I was like, holy shit. 
I remember this lady cooking food at a in the kitchen, and the dude came up and started fucking her from behind. And I was like, Yeah, what? right. I was like, Well, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and I was like, She doesn't even need to be cooking. I'm into this. <laughs> like once again, once again, just for context, I was eight. Wow. Fucking years oh, old. Wow. You know what kind of household was this? What was it? What, what, <laughs> just kids on their own and hunting to beats. There's think. so much of there was so much of that back then. Like yeah. just a bunch of fucking kids with no parents. Like mm. it was just like, you know Wild Wild West. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, it was like I got out of there as soon as I could and like so by the time I was like, um Yeah, so whatever. What what age is that? So now I'm like getting into like ten and eleven. Yeah. And I and I'm full-blown skateboarding full-blown and it's like baseball what bitch i ain't fucking throwing no baseball and apparently i was pretty good at baseball apparently. okay i think i have long arms I was yeah good at throwing i could catch real good right all that but um it's like your dad's in jail i'm fucking playing baseball yeah, yeah like you go play baseball timmy your dad's fucking right there on the fucking field look at him look at his jeans he's coaching socks. Right. you know coaching your, the your dad and that's another thing wow it's really weird to be sitting here and like just something hit me like I hated everyone's parents. Oh, really? I look at those people and think, you guys are fucking losers, man. Like, how the fuck are you? Like, Because I would see them like on baseball fields like, Timmy, you didn't fucking do it. Oh, well, yeah. Bob, you didn't do it either. <laughs> You're a fucking big piece of shit on the side of the fucking field yelling at kids at a fucking baseball fucking game in Huntington Beach and you're fat. Like, Right, right. You didn't do anything. Timmy... Might just fucking blow you away Timmy one tried. day. He tried, dude. Yeah. Timmy might end up being a fucking, you know, physics professor, Bob. So <laughs> I hated everybody's parents. Okay. And like, you know, and he, then I think also there was a thing too in me where I knew that the other kids knew that my dad went to jail. And mm. I was like, fuck you and fuck your together family. Right, and your right. normalness. I don't mm. fucking fuck your <laughs> Quaker Otis family. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Yeah. Childhood. Childhood. <laughs> what a great, uh, fond time right. we have there. No, but I love but, you, uh, Mom. I love you, Mom. I don't want to make you sad. When did you move out of Huntington? What what year? I got out of there when I was. I got sent to this continuation high school. Oh. Where they lock you in. No, really? What? Well, oh, like a boarding school kind of. No, no, no. No, you have to fucking afford a boarding school. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So a continuation school means that the the setup of the continuation school means it's the entrance. Mm -hmm. It's all linked in. So it's a square. So okay. once you're in, you can't get you out. You can't get out. Oh, oh wow. Locked in. You, sleep, I, you sleep there? No. No, no, no. 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 Okay. It was just, you know, it was in Huntington Beach. Yeah. And um, I was about, I think I just turned 16. Mm. And it was all me and pregnant chicks. It was all me and pregnant chicks and, and Mexican kids. Like teen pregnant chicks. Yeah, because there's one oh. gang in, in Huntington Beach called Southside Huntington Beach. Mm -hmm. And um, the trailer park I grew up in was across the street from uh, uh, Slater Slums. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so at the continuation school, which is you know where they kick you out of high school, and they're mm. like, well, now you have to go here. Right. Um, there was a security guard. And um, so I'd only spent, I probably got there when I was 15, sometime when I was 15, but now I'm 16. And um, it was less than a year. And um, you couldn't wear sports attire. Oh. But as you know, in California, you get up in the morning, it's cold here. Yeah. yeah. You know, like sometimes it's cold. Like, so I had like some Michigan sweater on or some fucking bullshit. Like something I thought that I, I probably thought like Keenan and Gino think this is cool. It's yeah. like some sports gear. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, look at this sweater I got. Right, right. <laughs> but, um. The security, the security guard came right up to me and he was like, you know the rules, Dill. No sports attire. And I was like, man, I'm cold. And he kept kind of coming at me and I kind of, I just, you know, that kid shit, I just looked up and I go, man, fuck you. 
Wow. And he Uh-oh. fucking ripped me up off the stairs, and it was like a whole like, like what am I gonna do? Fight a security? I'm fucking 16. I was smaller and spanky. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, right. So it's like, you know, it's like this little scuffle. And like, You're out of here. You're so kicked out. They didn't know. I had a ticket to go to Tokyo the next day. What do you mean? But drawers. Oh, you know, really? That company yeah, drawers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was sponsored by them, and they were like, "You're going to Tokyo," and like. You're gonna go with Rob Deerdick and Jeremy Ray and John Drake and Wow. So I was going to Tokyo for two weeks. I didn't give a fuck on yeah. You, I mean you've never been out of Huntington Beach, it sounds like. And now no, you're going I'd, to Tokyo. I've been to like I've been to like Mexico with my oh, mom okay. with my mom and like I went to like I went on a uh, my first airplane flight was with uh and it's not too long after, you know, it's like three years before I was on my first airplane flight with Lucero going to a contest in Houston because oh, I wow. wrote for Black Label. Mm-hmm. Me, Lucero and Mike Smith. Wow. But um Thank you again, John. Um, um, so I knew I was going to Tokyo. So once I got to Tokyo, I was really tripped out that I was there. I bet. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. human feeling, like knowing like, oh, well, this is, you know, you skated and this is what you did. And now being here. So I went downstairs to the, this weird hotel we were at. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't believe I was even able to make the call. Because I got a hold of my mom oh, wow. from a Japanese payphone. That that's easy now. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. easy. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Back then, yeah. not right. in 1993. Yeah, it was not easy. Yeah. And I was like, "Look, mom, you're not gonna like this, but I, I'm 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 not going back to school. Like, I'm, why why should I?" And she was she got mad. Oh yeah, I bet. She was like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing? You're fucking going back." I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> I go, "You, who in our family's done this? Like gone to Tokyo? For who skate? in our family's yeah. done what I'm doing?" Like, no one's done what I'm doing, and I don't want to keep perpetuating some myth like we come from something. Like, no. I'm not right, going right. to, and I don't want to do anything the same. I just don't. And I just, I, you know, I have my own issues with the education system and how, mm-hmm. how kids are treated and right. whatnot. And I have my own. Well, how did I have problems with the way people raise kids. You said you were on drawers. How did you get on drawers? I don't know. You, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I mean, shit. It was like by that time I'd been sponsored by a lot of people. Oh, you had? You know, my oh. first sponsor was House of Kasai. House of Kasai. There was a pro named Lester Kasai. And yeah. He used to skate at this place in Anaheim called Sadlands. Mm-hmm. A real famous place that Neil Blender and Jason Jesse used to go to. Yeah. And his cousins named Terrence Yokozawa. Okay. And he saw me skate and he's like, You should meet my cousin, Lester. And I was like, Lester Kasai? And wow. he was like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, wow. And so I got on Lester and then, you know, I really appreciated what Lester did for me, but pretty quickly I was like, can I write for Blockhead? Like, no one knows what this fucking house is. <laughs> and then also, uh, living in Huntington Beach and riding for Tracker and House of Kasai and Ollie Wheels uh-huh. is not necessarily Santa Cruz Independent and OJ. Gotcha. <laughs> right. And they all let me know this. They all let me know this. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, it's like why I'm the opinionated asshole I am now. It's like, you're not sponsored. So they tell me. No. The older guys. Like, not sponsored. You're for fucking tracker skate rags and fucking. House. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well write for fucking Marshalls, fucking yeah, right. Marshalls Nordstrom Rack and fucking <laughs> TJ Maxx. Exactly. That's another thing that made me feel like, God damn it, I'm gonna get you guys one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't necessarily have like really good sponsors or nothing. So it's like I knew that. But it's so funny because it's like I'm like 11. Yeah. But, but I'm already shit. sponsored and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? But it's like the boards I'm getting are so... I can't find a board around here. It's like, <laughs> I, you might as well buy it from Kmart. Right. It was just so fucked. Like it was like a dip board and it was like a dragon graphic and it was obviously like a Lester board that had been sitting around the warehouse. Like, 
couple of years. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, go do new street tricks on the board that from the vision, you know, vision skate. skate escape contest. <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound ungrateful to you, Lester. Thank you. But um, yeah, I got on Black on Blockhead, and, okay. and it was like Rick Howard's on there. And like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a future, mm-hmm. you know. There's something. And so that was that, and then um, I had a good time and riding for Blockhead, and I was young and whatever. And then um, the opportunity to write for Black Label came. Wow! And so that was like John Cardio when he started. So once you know that was like, of course I'm gonna go do that. Right. And so, and then I was on Black Label, and I, I'm trying to ask you answer your question about George. I don't know. No, I can't but remember. I can't remember. That's funny. I I, maybe Mike Chernowski. Yeah. Maybe uh, you know what I think it was. I think I was at a Canada contest. You know this Canada contest that they would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was Vancouver. it called? Slam City Jam. Slam City yeah. Jam. Yeah. So I think it was Slam City Jam, like ninety, whatever year that was when I was yeah. young, yeah. Like <laughs> six or right. seven, whatever. You probably had one on one at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, one on one. There's a picture of me. I gave it to, I think I gave it to Sean Pablo, but there's a picture of me and I'm waving like this, hello, and I have like some like Nautica jacket on that's like yellow and blue. Uh-huh. And I, I, have the same I, have, one. I have like this little stupid pompadour that looks like this kind of, and um, behind me there's a building that says 101 on it. And oh, it's it's like one of those like, you know, back then disposable cameras, whatever. Yeah. I think I gave that photo to Sean or Sage, I can't remember, but mm. I'm obviously 16 years old, but yeah, so that was, 101 in Tokyo then, and then, um, yeah, drawers, I can't fucking remember. That's you funny, got my yeah. mind, like, I guess it's Mike Tanaski. Mike Tanaski oh. is really sweet to me, and he always, like, you know, I don't know, he always was like, you're doing good, and so, I think he probably put it in Ken Block's ear, like, you should put this kid on. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote for drawers for a while. Were, were you filming at this time, too? Like, Nobody putting together vid- filming. Nobody? No, yeah. I think you were only filming for a video part, like, that's what's so interesting, like, me, Rob Deerdick, and John Drake go all the way to Tokyo, and like, Jeremy Ray. You, yeah, yeah. Film shit. Right. I'm not filming. Were you demos? You went. You probably yeah. Right. It's demos. Well, yeah. uh, you were. You wrote for drawers, but like you always rocked DCs back then. How come you never? This is before DC. Just oh. so. Just so. Oh, okay. This era. Okay. Because DC didn't happen till. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DC kind of was born out yeah. of drawers. Yeah. DC didn't happen until like '98. This is like '94, '5. Uh, like this is when drawers first started. I guess save that question for later then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what? Typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you get back from Tokyo? Yeah, and I quit school. You quit school. And that was like, you know, snuff. Yeah? Right then. Right? Yeah, right then's when... Because, I don't know, I've told the story a million fucking times, but whatever, we're here. Mm -hmm. Um, 1993, Gino and I started skating with Brian Lottie. Okay. And Gino would be out here all the time. Basically, Gino moved in an apartment in Huntington Beach with uh, Gino. Gino moved in with... Who do you have in that apartment? Uh, Keenan, Eric, Becky? In that Huntington Beach apartment? So we'd be down there and then we'd, you know, come up to film all the time and or whatever and we would film with like Dave Sosbeck, a little bit mm-hmm. of sock, and then um Brian kinda was kinda kept pushing us to kinda like I don't know what the fuck, you know, I was so young back then. I just was happy to be skating with Brian Lottie. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? Like yeah. Brian was so ill, like, you know, he's so good. Was Brian on blind at the time? Yeah, he still was. He still was. And um so Brian basically was like, hey, I think we could do a company and I think it, it could be like a, a thing with you and Gino and I think we could do it the world. And um, what do you think of getting, like, what if we got like Rob Deerdick and Chris Markovich? Wow. I was like, holy shit. I want to ride for this company. <laughs> and so, um, um, and then the company was supposed to be called Program. Program. Um, which is the dumbest name. Because <laughs> it's like, Pro Am, like yeah. you could imagine the <laughs> program, right? Can you imagine the font? It was like, <laughs> but whatever, that was this. That was what we lived in back then. Like, yeah, you know, it was like this was cool at the time, especially you know Rob Deerdick and all that. But you know, it obviously didn't happen. And what Brian did, which was really cool, was basically Brian was like, "I'm gonna go live in Hawaii and be a Buddhist monk." <laughs> yeah. Wow, I fucking had it. And, <laughs> and Brian, I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I might leave here tonight right go straight to the airport (laughs) shut my fucking mouth (laughs) fuck the world um when he left he left our footage on nottis's desk so he left our footage on nottis coppice's desk and basically by that time like we'd filmed for like a whole summer straight and um that became snuff wow but before that we met brian we met nottis up at the back to the city contest in the SF just to talk to him oh, okay. about it. And so when we met Nottis, it was like at a Subway sandwich shop um, in the city. And he was like, just so you know, all these guys just quit to make Plan B. I mean, mm. all these guys just quit to make Girl. Right. And we were like, yeah, we were at the contest we saw. <laughs> well, we know. It was, it was really cool. It was, it was so cool. They were all so cool. We want to ride for that company. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Nottis is like, do you guys even still want to do it? Oh. And, um, we were like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one. Right. And I, you know, I can't remember who even was on 101 back then. I know Andy Stone was on. Mm-hmm. I think Adam McNatt was on. I think Gabriel was still on because Chocolate wasn't around oh, yet. Oh, right, right. But, um, so that was Snuff. Yeah. Just to get us up to Snuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was that, that. That was that video. And then that's when I felt like, all right. I got a fucking seat at the table. I'm I'm with the guys. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the thing. You know, I'm in the thing. So. <laughs> Did Spitfire come out before Snuff? It Video? might have. 
figured you'd know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But that was I one. Know. That was like the first video, like them two videos, where I was like, I was like, I'm in a video with that guy. And how old were you? Still in those magical. When I was 15, 16, my whole life happened. 15, 16, my whole life happened. It was like two years. I, it's like when I went to my, like getting on the right company. Because mm-hmm. my one-on-one sponsorship was from 15 to 19. Okay. Which is technically just a little over three years. Right. Um, um, but that's like when I went to New York. And like, you know, I made that video part, went to New York. And then there's Trilogy. And I, I'm, I'm in Queens. Yeah. The Globe, all that shit. And that's like, say Trilogy came took about a year to make maybe so it's probably 18 we filmed that okay i was 19 when they kicked me off wow. oh, wait, wait. but three years is i mean back then it probably sounds, it it's a lifetime lifetime yeah. yeah i felt like me and gino were on one-on-one for like seven years yeah right three years yeah i got kicked off really you don't know this no what, what, what why they skate kick master tate over here i know i thought you left your own i had nowhere to go <laughs> gino had already been offered to write for chocolate mm-hmm. ump times and i was like please just let me find a home before right. you leave me. Don't, yeah. don't, don't leave me just at the last man standing. And Gino knew that. And I love Gino to this day for that. Because Chocolate was like, we'll put you on right now. Yeah. I uh, went to World one time and they basically told me, like, we don't have money for you this month. Like, we don't have a check. Wow. Like, the check you've been depending on, $1,000 a month. That's not here. So um, Take whatever you want out of that. I told, my, <laughs> I, told, I told my friend Arson. His name's Arson. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I still see Arson. How you doing, Arson? Um, I was like, you fucking get in your car and you drive to this back gate and I'll be there in like fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> and I fucking ran to the back of the warehouse. I knew it was like five and I knew, because there was a guy named Leo that you had to get him to sign all this shit. Mm-hmm. So he'd look at your box and he'd sign this shit and then you would give it to Megan Baltimore. Oh. You'd give the paper saying that Leo and then she'd Approved sign it. it. Oh, wow. But I think by this time, yeah, Megan was out. She'd already done girls. So okay, this yeah. is, there was a different system, but you still had to get your shit signed by Leo. So I knew it was like around that time everybody's getting off where I could like not be seen by the mm. stuff. And I've you know, thirty six boards. Thirty six. Wow. I don't know how many fucking. How how, how long did it take you to get it in and out of there? Twenty seconds. Right. That was <laughs> bad. I bet. Dude, yeah. dude, go go go. Like, I just fucking shirts this I that wheels, this. wheels 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 wheels. It was like it was like it was like one box, two box, three box. Yeah. I went to. I, I remember he drove me straight to the Huntington Beach skate park. I sold it all. Sold it all. Wow. Do you remember how much you got? And fucking like a couple grand. Couple grand. Wow. wow. And so that was the end of. But that was rent. Right, of like, course. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, yeah, I'm gonna buy a fucking, you know, five hundred dollar bag of weed. Like, no <laughs> way. It was still, I'm gonna buy an eighth, and Kool Aid, ramen, <laughs> pay the rent. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. it was still Kool Aid, ramen, weed. Like, yeah. it wasn't like small bags. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> but but the, two grand back then, yeah. But like, also like, they also just didn't give me a grand that I was used to getting. So. Especially when you needed that money right then. Like, they didn't give you warning. No. Yeah. No fucking warning. You right. know? I'm surprised that they were or, that. Even skateboarding was organized organized enough back then to pay me a thousand mm-hmm. bucks. I was I was impressed. Yeah. And you were am at this. Like I were you am skate and you give me a thousand bucks. Right. <laughs> me <laughs> take it. But like, was there a reason? Like, oh, we just don't have the money, or was like we just don't want you on the team anymore? What's that again, Kelly? Oh, they just didn't want you on the team anymore. I couldn't pay you. Or they just couldn't pay you at all. Kelly, look at my face. <laughs> yeah, of course, they didn't want me on the team. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, I stole the shit, and Rocco was like, uh. Uh-uh. Uh, Rodney both Rocco were like get, get him the fuck out of here that's what I wanted to say to you so I was talking to Chris earlier real quick but I said there, there was a moment on this show that really sold me on this show it made me really <laughs> fucking like that was funny so you guys did like a, a a nine club where you were outside 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was for premiere. We did a couple of it was the, for, uh, the Lakai the Lakai premiere. Okay. So you know, you guys do the whole show, and you and people went in to watch the thing, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this fucking man child guy oh, yeah. comes by, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, fucking tell you." Oh, fuck it. I'll kick your fucking ass. And he's up by Kelly and he's up pressing up. Right. He's fucking twisted. He's a <laughs> twisted sister. He didn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. And you see Chris. Chris is like. Losing the shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man child, you know, we're trying to do a show here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And Chris like brought it in real, real, real quiet and calm. He's like, what are you doing? Yeah, wrap it up, kid. Got a fucking show to do here. I fucking yeah, I fucking no, and then someone comes up and pulls him out, right? And it's a little like people are flustered. Like, whoa, that was weird. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and right then, you see, you hear sirens like, <laughs> and someone goes, "Damn the like the, the cops." And Chris, perfect beat, goes, "I fucking called them." <laughs> <laughs> Get man child out of here. Get him out. And God, that got me. It Thanks. was just so, it's such a simple little one, but it was right, like, you right. were like, yeah, yeah, I called him. <laughs> Let's get this guy out get of here. We got a show out here. No, it made me right. laugh so much. That right. and um, he's my childhood hero, but I got to throw you on the bus. I'm sorry, but the Christian Soy episode. <laughs> yeah, what was what? Did you guys, I know I just talked for at length. But did you ask one one question? Because to me, to me, the Christian Soy episode was like, I, dude, I know. I know, I was there. I was doing the biggest airs of all time. And everyone's like, you were the greatest thing that ever lived. And I was like, right? Right? And it was just like, okay, and then, then I was in Buenos Aires, all right? So I'm on the cover of Thrasher. I'm 900 feet in the air. You might have seen it. I, they, they, I went up in a rocket ship. Because <laughs> nothing could go higher than me but a rocket ship. And they studied it. No, I know. I'm the greatest propelled human of all time. <laughs> no, Kristen is all you're my original childhood hero, but I had to give you shit. That was That's insane. A, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. He was don't, great, though. I don't know if you guys asked one question, and I know I'm one to talk with the talking. But I, like, you know what? Sometimes you just, you got to let them, you got to let them go. So anyways, you back know? to me. <laughs> he's, he's in another world right here. He doesn't even care. Uh, but no, sometimes you just got to let them go, yeah. you know? There's Does no the microphone no ever move to... this much while someone's doing this? No. <laughs> like, it's like a Ouija board. <laughs> but listen, it sounds... Tell me, to, for yes, go, oh, Chris, Raj, this place is possessed. Wait, you hear that? I got to get out of here. You, <laughs> so I, you got to get man. I call, I call, man call, I called the dog to get you out of here. <laughs> 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 oh man well thank you man i mean you know we we just try to have fun no this is you great know, I'm, I'm i'm happy to be here like yeah, like no. i like i said i'm i'm a real i like this show i think it's great thanks dude thanks i'm, um, I'm an opinionated asshole so i don't watch every episode we need to get more uh fa writers on we need to get sean pablo on here we need yeah, to get, get tyson pablo yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah no it was so funny like it's so funny like being here now and like you know like You'd be watching the episode. Well, for me, I'm watching. I'll be watching one of the episodes. I'm stoned, man. It's like <laughs> two in the morning, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I get up early these days. But like, sometimes I'll be up late, and it's like, so I'm being telling a story, and I'm like, I'm right there, like you guys. I'm fucking watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, then Dill fucking came in, and Dill was like, da da da, and fucking da da da. I'm like, that was it, huh? I did. <laughs> <laughs> did I? I did that. I was there with you and that and the thing. <laughs> Okay. Pretty oh good. I, I guess good. I did. I did buy Alex the ticket. I, I remember that. But there's that I knew Alex. Like that's the thing about Alex's episode. It was like yeah. I'm watching it and it's like 
I knew you. Like, I wouldn't be like, yeah, come to my house. I never fucking met right. you. Come yeah. live with me. <laughs> on my, on my space. Yeah. On my space. On my space. Yeah. I believe, even in your top eight. I believe cell phones existed. Yeah. Because yeah. you know why? I would talk to his father. Because mm. Steve would be like, hey, Dale, what's happening? How are you doing? Can I talk to Alex? And I'd be like, yeah, how are you doing, Steve? What's going on? How are you guys doing out there? Yeah. Like, oh, we're just kicking on, you know, doing this and that. Oh, yeah. And then another thing was interesting for me watching Alex's episode. And Alex, I'm not harping on you. No, I love you. But um, what was it? Was him being like, you know, I thought I was going to see Dill, like, do it. In all his glory. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ripping. And, like, he's like, I thought hair and, like, photosynthesis. And he gets there. It's just like a drunk guy. <laughs> shaved head. <laughs> Well, that was my idea of fun. I was a little older than you. Right. You know what I right. mean? I was getting pussy and yeah. I was fucking doing drugs. <laughs> Sorry. And I, you're 16, hit the streets, fuck off. Like, make your own life, go find it. Right. He did. He lost his virginity. He fucking, like, you know, he did all these things. And, like, sometimes he would be sitting out front of the bar waiting for me to get out. Yeah. So? <laughs> Who bought you a ticket? Yeah. You know, but, like, whatever. Right. I love Alex, but, like, at the same time, it's like when I was watching that, I like, kind of like, it made me sad to him. They think like, I don't know what you thought I was gonna do. This is post mosaic. Right. I'm surprised I did anything after mosaic. <laughs> like after mosaic, I'm surprised anything got landed. So it's like wow. shit. I try. I don't know. It's like go go skate with Mark. He's not drunk. He'll fucking he'll he'll still be Mark in front of you. And that's what Alex did. He yeah. ended up hanging out with Mark more. He he sold me for better people. <laughs> he was living with this DJ asshole for a little bit. So I'm living with that DJ asshole. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't like that guy. Oh, really? And then, yeah. um, and then one time, this is funny about young Alex Olson is like, Alex did a good job of hanging out and like kind of being around like all the people that we would hang around with. Because mm -hmm. like people in New York didn't skate. They were our friends. So right. it's like, they understood what we did. But like when we'd all hang out together, it's like everybody was doing their different uh, occupations, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember one time I was out somewhere and, I thought Alex was fine. I thought I gave him the keys. He was only 15, 16. I was worried about him. You know, I didn't want him out all night. And, you know, I always, you know, he'd always go back to my house on Prince Street. But one night, um, one morning I wake up and he comes in. And I go, where were you? Like a concerned parent. <laughs> the whole time. Like, I mean, even though the night before I was on like speed or like heroin or something. Jesus but like, I was like, where, where, where were you last night? <laughs> yeah. And he fucking spent the night at our drug dealer's house. Wow. It was this couple that used to, I'm not going to say their names, yeah. but um, they used to sell us shit. And their house was psycho. It was psycho. Alex fucking spent the night there at 16 years old on the Lower East Side. And it's, it's the fact you spent the night there, Alex, is to this day, I'm like, wait, you, where did you, you stay the night at their house? He's like, yeah, they took me home. I was like, oh my God. Like you wouldn't even spend the night there. I had okay, <laughs> but um, that's. But why didn't he come home? He just he you, he just it's, stayed there. That's New York back then. Right. You know. So trilogy. I, I suppose I was like eighteen. We started filming that, yeah. and uh, originally it was supposed to be like a a one on one video by itself. You know, oh, okay. Like it was supposed to be just us, mm -hmm. like me, like me. Gino, Clyde, and Marcus. Mm -hmm. And so it was gonna be like one of them one-on-one videos, like how one-on-one videos were. It's like, it's like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, going back to like, Short you know, sweet. how like, like how falling down was yeah. and all that. And um, and then it ended up being like, no, 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 we're gonna make a whole like world, like mix, mm -hmm. hodgepodge of like everybody. And I didn't get, I didn't mind. You'd be in the same video with Prime. Um, <laughs> well, no, Prime was not in Trilogy. Oh, that's right. 20 shots. 20 shots, shot. right, right. No, They're already like, out of business. They, they, yeah. they, nothing against Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but... <laughs> you, so you, you weren't a fan of Prime. Prime was the name of the woodshop. You can't think of another... Yeah. 
But I mean, being on that team back then too, with like, like you said, Gino, yeah, and I was, Clyde. I was scared. And, were you really? <laughs> yeah. Because you make a video part after Gino. It's like, well, it's like he does a trick and like everyone just leaves. <laughs> People quit skating. It's like, it's like you just see it just a, like a, like sixteen Honda Civics just leave just, the parking lot. <laughs> and it's just socks like putting his camera like in his bag, and I'm like, I got something. Can I try a trick on the table? <laughs> Maybe you guys use it. You had good footage in that. Oh video. yeah, for dude, sure. The one clip. Leave, you... leave it to Kelly to make hey, me feel good. Yeah. Hey, of course. Yeah, thanks, dude. Kelly. Dude, the switch push from the line that you did the Nolly 180 and then the switch back 180. Um, do people bring that up to the you? The Nolly 180 at, at uh, Los Feliz School, yeah. off the stairs. And then and you then, like switch push. Do people, and then the switch back to 180. That's like might be, to me, I'm just going to, you know, gas you up a little bit. Best switch push I've seen on videotape. No, Keenan's at the courthouse. Because he's oh, so yeah. dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Keenan's so dramatic with his switch push back then. It was so far. Long like, and extended. He'd be like, he'd be like Ooh, I'm, I'm swimming. Yeah. Like, Keenan would swim. Mm. Like, you know, bitch, I'm swimming to the switchback flip tip. Like, <laughs> like right. get the fuck out of my way. No, no but thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. I think that was, you know, I don't know. I think it, it, the trilogy for me was, uh, I didn't have, I, I didn't have much confidence, you know, as far as like snuff and 20 shot sequence. And 20 shot sequence, I was 17. And then, mm -hmm. you know, we're in the middle of filming it and I, fucking snap my ACL in half. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Really? And back then... You didn't talk about that? Wow. No, it was back then it was like, oh, well, you aren't skating for a year. Right. Because that's how it was. Yeah. Like, the, the surgery for the, the, the um, you know, it was some, like, fucking Terminator shit. Like, yeah. okay, let me get in here and then fucking redo this shit myself almost. Like, <laughs> for sure. The doctor told me I would never skate again. Oh, Whoa. really? What a fucking asshole, whatever wow. your fucking name is, MD. What did you do? Um, the, how'd you snap it? What did you do? I almost don't even want to say it. No? It's so dumb. It's so stupid. But whatever, this is how you get hurt, kids. So, I was at Hubba hideout mm. with Gino and a uh, Keenan Eric Pecky a bunch of us mm -hmm. and um we were trying to film for 20 shot and um I don't know why just on some fucking spazzy kid shit I was like Gino fucking five bucks back three down the stairs first try <laughs> and then I went and tried first try snap my ass no way oh. damn yeah. so dying I never did shit back then I didn't give a fuck about no stupid fucking like bet Gino I'm gonna bet Gino for a trick you're, right, you're gonna lose five bucks asshole <laughs> you know it's like so why did I back three. but it was just I was just all excited yeah well yeah. I've always had a good back three Gino's got a goddamn bad good back three too yeah. but that was the only area I felt like well I got one too yeah you, you have all the rest of skateboarding Gino under your belt at all times. <laughs> I have one back three. But um, no, and so I snapped my ACL for 20 shot, and so I only have what I have in that. Okay. But then also at the same time, I got to thank Nottis again, because in my downtime of, you know, you're a young kid, you just turned pro, like, now you have all that downtime. Like, Nottis let me, like, help edit 20 shot, and then, oh. well, our section. Okay. And then he gave me, like, this uh, video camera, like, uh, I'm talking about video camera, uh, like a, a Super 8. Oh yeah, with the film, and so in the beginning of Twenty Shot, you see like there's that movie. It's my favorite film, Rumblefish. Yeah, and um, you know it's it's black and white film by Coppola with Matt Dillon and Mickey Rourke, Diane Lane, Dennis Hopper. I think it came out in like 1984 or something like that. But um, another, uh, I believe there's another S.E. Hinton novel. She wrote like uh, The Outsiders, and that was then. This is now all those. But um, I was filming it off the screen. I'm filming basketball off the screen. I'm filming like me getting high with my friends <laughs> yeah, and right. shit. Like, and we he let me use it. You know, oh. he would. I, I have to thank Nottis again for um, 
being very patient with me when I was young because I was just a hyper teenager. Right, you know? right, it, right. Imagine I have a hyper stoned teenager that's like, <laughs> tell me more about how you spun on the fire hydrant. <laughs> you know? And right. I'd be like riding with Nottis like down the freeway in his like supercharger car and I'd be like, Jesus Christ, we're going fast. And, yeah. and he'd just be like, shut up. <laughs> and just like you know, but he let me stay at his house and shit. Wow. And like I learned so much from watching him. Wow! So in that in that year of ACL time, you you did you still did a lot of stuff. I remember Rodney called me on the phone at my mom's house, and like it was on like the home phone, and oh. like my mom like knocked on my door and was like, "Rodney Mullins on the phone for you." Oh, and geez. I remember being like, "Oh no," because I snapped my ACL. So right, I thought right. this is it. They're kicking but, me off. I gotta say, Rodney was really cool. Mm. And he was like, Jason, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a, it's a bad break, you know? <laughs> We're all concerned, you know? <laughs> Giving me his fucking, everything with Rodney was so fucking serious. I was like, and I was like, yeah, so when do I get kicked off? And he's like, no, no, like, see what you got, you know? <laughs> Rehabilitation, you know. <laughs> it's better to be like mega positive. And I was like, my career is over. I, I'm a high school dropout. I'm so white trash. I have nothing to fall back on. Thank you, Rodney. But no, I, I recouped, and mm -hmm. it was like I think like ten months later, I started bouncing back. And some, for some reason, when I came back, it was my it was my lead leg. Yeah. And um, okay. I started nollying. Oh. I, I don't know if it was just being really influenced by Solomon Aga okay. and Paulo. Yeah. But I started nollying all the time, and it felt good to nollie for some reason. It's like, I don't know why. It's like nollie stuff really started to work. And so mm -hmm. that's why after, because um, if you look at 20 Shot, I'm not like nollying all over the place. Yeah. Right. It came later. And did, did you say you were pro at this time when you did I turned, ACL? I turned pro after snuff. After snuff. Okay. I turned pro after snuff, but um, I remember when Nottis was like, all right, so kids this ain't like nowadays ain't no fucking party with fucking beers surprise and beers and bitches and fucking like all your friends like oh, so you did it dude we're fucking we always knew yeah. <laughs> no, back then it was like so what do you want for your graphic and like we're gonna start working on it wow so when Nada said that i was like absolutely not you didn't want to turn pro no because because richard Mulder and um western korea and um jaron weren't pro oh. and they were light years ahead of me <laughs> jesus they were so good jaron mm -hmm. jaron fucking wilson right nolly friends when he the back nose guy fucking or nolly friends he the tailside down the the things by uh, oh, old LAX. world oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that like jaron would do crazy shit like you remember yeah of course that fucking blind section of the, in the plan mm -hmm. b video yeah, with yeah. the with the beatles song little help from your so friends good. he starts it out yeah, yeah. and it's just ugh. so it's like no richard pro first weston pro first jaron so i just yeah right. i wasn't even but they sitting there for different companies though it, was it, didn't, it, it didn't matter it's no. the whole spectrum right. it's how it's seen i do not go pro for these guys they're better okay. than me like wow. you know not as understood too oh or he was like, whatever, stupid. <laughs> you know, right. I don't know. So you waited for them to turn pro. Yeah. And then you, and then you, how did that? I do a lot of things like this throughout my whole life. I shoot myself in the foot just to make sure I'm shooting myself in the foot. Yeah, but I mean, it just, it doesn't sound like. I don't know if anyone would believe it. It's my own humility and it comes from my own insecurities. You know what I mean? I still have it. Right. I still have it. It's like before I came here to do this show, like I'm sitting here right now and I'm like, fucking yeah, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Fucking fuck a duck. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Reagan. Fuck the world. But like before I came here, like, I'm like, oh God, I'm going to be talking. I'm going to say crazy shit. Huh? <laughs> you know, like, so I, get, I get all fucking right. nervous 
person, but like, why the fuck are they even talking to me? I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, everything's stupid. Yeah. But no, it's like that, that little kid shit that mm. still carries on. You carry mm -hmm. that shit with you, but um, I don't even know what we're talking about. Well, <laughs> uh, turning pro and stuff. I mean, it was a... Tony, it was, it, was it, it was a big deal, though, when you turned pro. Was, I mean, you have your own board now. and Skateboarding I mean, was muy pequeño. Right. <laughs> Muy pequeño. You know, it was so teeny. Yeah. It was so fucking teeny. Who knew I was pro? My ma. You <laughs> no. know, like, you know, like, no, but, but no, skateboarding in 1993, you guys don't understand. Like, I wasn't in high school. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like going to high school being like, <laughs> <laughs> see, my, see my board? <laughs> no. Right. Like, when Grant Taylor was in high school, like, skateboarding was much bigger. Like, mm -hmm. we went and picked up Grant from high school once in Atlanta. I love you, Grant. You're the best. But um, he didn't like that. No, when, he, really. when he came walking out of his school and he saw the big green workshop van, no. he was just like, man. He was <laughs> no so way. bummed. That's why Grant rules. Right. <laughs> he was like, don't film me in high school. But um, <laughs> Grant was like, no. Like, holy shit, you're Grant Taylor. Like, everyone loved him because like every different kid loved Grant at the school because Grant would show up at Nike's like, all right, store's open. Right. <laughs> and he just yeah. sell Nike's. Kids were like, Jesus, you have dinosaur junior Nike's. You have this. Like, <laughs> so Grant was like, the man. I think Grant dropped out. But also, you mm. know, look at Grant. Like fucking Dude. such a success story. Yeah. Like he's like the mayor of Atlanta. I love Grant. Grant yeah. fucking rules. But a lot of people knew. I mean, it was a, it it was was a small. big thing. I mean, it was in the, it was within, it was within the industry, you know, of course. Like people knew in the industry and I, I felt that thing where like, and when I turned pro for one-on-one, -on -one, I felt like after that, I felt like I would see pros that I always looked up to and they'd be like, oh, hey, Dill, what's going on? How you been? You know, it's like once I turned pro for Nottis, it was like... You were in the club. You were accepted. No one was ignoring me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where before I'd be like, hey, what's up, dude? And the guy would be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know? right. And then now it'd be like, hey, what's up, dude? And they'd be like, Hey, no, what the fuck? How you doing? Like, actually, I need a sponsor. Like, didn't you? I'd be like, right. fuck you. No, you <laughs> I remember when you used to diss me. And it's cool. We'll be cool now, but like, I'm going to get better than you. I'm going to fuck your whole career up. <laughs> no, I, I had that, though. I had, because I was just a little kid. I had that vengeance where mm -hmm. I felt like anyone who wronged me, I was like, I'm going to sharpen my samurai sword and I'm going to cut the fuck out of it. I'm going to cut the head off of your career and you're going to be left for dead. But, um, you know, but that was few and far between. Most cool. people were really nice to me. The first time I ever met Sean Sheffy, random, just mm. me thinking of this, but, um, we love Sheffy's yours. Oh, yeah. I was about 12 years old and I went to a contest at the, you know, the Santa Barbara, uh, Powell, uh, yeah. Powell skate zone. What they yeah. call it? Skate zone. Mm -hmm. yeah. They used to have these really great contests there. These amazing contests. They were pro contests. There was amateur contests. Yeah. And like, um, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing up there. I can't remember. I probably just tagged along with someone. Probably just got in a car, left, didn't tell my mom. Right. I'm out of here for like three days. I'm like, Sorry, mom. I do that all the time, that poor, that poor woman. But um, anyway, so I found myself up there in Santa Barbara. I'd never met Sean. I was a big fan. Mm -hmm. I'd never met this man. And um, he comes right up to me and he picks me up. And he puts me on his shoulders and, <laughs> yeah, right. and he rides me all around the course. And like, you know how they they have the course that you'll know You're like this. on his shoulders they fucking have, skating around. Him skating, not me. <laughs> and so remember though, this is Sean Sheffy and me at 13. It's, I'm an ant on an elephant's back. <laughs> right. yeah, right. I weigh nothing. There, he could have right. kick flipped the pyramid. I'd have been fine. Right. <laughs> so, um, but he's just riding. Life Sheffy? This is the uh, beginning of... Um, Plan B. Uh, no, no, because that's... No, yeah, 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 you're right. Plan B. It's like right when Shaman had the graphics with Baloo and the boy. 
which okay. freaked me out because I felt like the boy with the balloon. <laughs> yeah. You know, I looked up to this man so much and then all of a sudden I'm on his shoulders and he's riding <laughs> me around. You remember Palace Gates on the, the course was here? Mm-hmm. But then to the side is where all the ill people, like ill gnarly street dudes that were way better than these pros yeah. at the time because it was the 90s. So like um, Ocean and Marcus, all these dudes are so much better than the pros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Henry. But then, you know, you got fucking, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but you got like fucking this asshole still trying to be pro out here with his pads and all that shit like, <laughs> and then over here Henry Sanders doing the most psycho shit that yeah. ends up in uh, Dave Slasbeck's uh, Turn the Other Cheek mm. but um, yeah, Sheffy had me on his shoulders and he wider, rode around and he told people this is my best friend this is my best friend <laughs> no way and then he he, 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 picked, he took me off his shoulders and he said I want you to come stay in San Diego come skate with me and stay at my house and I was like I, I couldn't even talk. <laughs> now, Sean, I don't know if you even remember this, but like, I'm sure he does because Sean's always been so sweet with me. You know, Sean's always been very, I met him when I was such a small child. Like at this time, I think I was in front, I had the Sean in front of me that listened to REM and like was a vegan, you know? So it was like, you know, he was still Sean, but like, it was like, no, Sean is a, he's a really big deal to me. And like for someone to treat me like that was right. like, I think that the, I th- it's funny like being here and talking about this you're talking about yourself yeah. so much <laughs> but um, I think that's one of those moments where I was like fuck everyone oh. this dude fucking just put me on his goddamn fucking shoulder right you know what I mean like I know no one wants me on plan B but still like this guy that, that wasn't even a thing like I was such a little kid mm. you know what I mean but no it was a big deal never <laughs> met him this was the first time he first threw time. you up on his shoulder wow. wow and I think is for me I think what happened like now I know that I said when I went pro like no one knew like, right. who the fuck knows like nowadays it's like kids are so known but like um, I felt better about the nose blunt side that I got when I was a kid on that bench than going pro oh really because I did that nose blunt side for the trick tips but like mm-hmm. kids like I'm not trying to like big myself up or nothing but like I did this nose blunt side on a, on a bench like a mm-hmm. tall bench and it was a A1 meets ad mm. and that was like my first thing mm-hmm. and I'm like fully like <laughs> doing it it wasn't like kid shit where I'm like eh, I'm trying like, yeah, it, was yeah. like, it was like style and everything I was like that's me right. I, I can keep doing this I can keep making it look that good because oh. it was important to me Right. I grew up idolizing Matt Hensley and Mark and like mm-hmm. you had to be a certain caliber and it had to look a certain way so when I did that nose one side I felt like people treated me different Oh yeah. but it was like San Diego people because they, they knew I did it down there it was the old benches that Ocean used to skate there. he did the impossible up front foot impossible yeah, up yeah, yeah. H Street uh, this is not the new H Street but um so I felt like San Diego people were like god damn like this kid's doing it and Sean at the time was in San Diego. Mm. So I felt like it was all part of that. So he had seen you before. Yeah, so this is like, knew. this is at the end of me riding for Block and right before I got on Black Label. Okay, so it's like okay, 13, gotcha. it's like 12, 13, 14. So I'm right, foggy about right. it now. But any, anywho, long story short, it was like, I kind of was just so touched by that. And then, you know, I've known Mark Gonzalez since I was about like eight or nine years old, but um, not well, like mm. when I when I was a kid, but I'd see him, you know, I'd be at the, the right? Yeah, I'd yeah. be at the grocery store with my mom. There's Mark. It was insane. Yeah. No. Like it was <laughs> fucking crazy. It was like that's Mark and all this wow. shit. And I'd be like, Mom, that's She'd be like, <laughs> Who cares? Fuck you pointing at yeah. some guy with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that shit was just really important to me. It was mm-hmm. like when Mark when I met Mark, he really treated me really good. It's like he didn't treat me like a kid. Right. I suppose Mark was like, What are you doing? Like, what are you into? And I was just like, like fucking Wanna go skate? It's like I'm talking to Mark. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is insane. And then I found myself, 
you know, shortly after that, I'm in like Luke Ogden and Tobin Yellen's house, and I'm staying with Mark and them in SF and Tenderloin in the gnarliest neighborhood, and like these two bums outside were sucking each other's dicks and shit. And, like, <laughs> we were just like, holy shit! And like I showed Mark, I was like, look out the window, because I just went to the store. Okay. And when I came on my way back, I was like, because I remember a car turned right, so I saw headlights, Technicolor. <laughs> Of those two homeless dudes 69 each other. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can only see if you visit the beautiful San Francisco. <laughs> right. And I went back in and they were all like, are you okay? Because I must have looked like... Like you've seen a ghost, right? And I go, is there a window to there? Because it was this big loft. And they go, yeah, in the bathroom. I go... <laughs> and I never forget, Mark stuck his head in and goes, that's two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a strange period. Like, like, I want to get to another question, but there was a strange period of my life between like 15 and 19 where I saw really violent things happen. Oh, and, really? um, I saw a man uh, right after he was decapitated in Japan. What? Whoa. Tokyo. Uh, we were driving from Tokyo to Osaka. It was me, Rob Deerdick, John Drake, Jeremy Ray, and Does this crazy... Yeah, this crazy photographer named Nishi. He had like a 15-year-old girlfriend. And he was like 50 back then. He just, he just, he just <laughs> died. He was on acid. Um, he gave me acid on that trip. Wow. Um, um, but I wasn't on it at this point. But yeah, we were on this highway. You know, right when you get outside of Tokyo, you're outside. It's like you can get, you don't think it. You think it's just like Blade Runner. No, no. You get to the countryside. And... um all the fucking trucks were like doing their like crazy stopping and it's all mm-hmm. dust and all this stuff and then fucking I'm on this side of the I'm on this side of the van you know to mm-hmm. where the window's here and I think Deirdre's in front of me Jeremy's there and John Drake driver whatever people from Japanese distribution yeah and we're only a couple hours into like a 10 hour drive because it's from Tokyo to Osaka and it's like you know it's farther than going to LA to SF so mm-hmm. Whatever, I think I'm listening to like De La Soul, Three Feet High and Rising in a fucking cassette tape player, like <laughs> something like that. And like the van drives by and there he is, man. There the dude is, he got knocked off a motorcycle. Wow. And his head was off and his head was in his helmet. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, and it was like 80 feet up or something wow. like that. And like. Yeah, that was tough. And then I remember, like, within that year, or maybe right before that, I was in Northampton, England, and I was walking down the street with Ed Templeton and maybe Jason Lee and Deanna. And um, once again, right when it just happened, this this kid just got his throat slit by a guy who broke a bottle. Jeez. And it was because the kid was gay or something, and Ed just dropped to his knees and fucking... I never forget, like, Ed, like, yanked off his shirt and made a tourniquet for the kid, and the kid died. Oh, wow. Oh, and, um... And then shortly after that, the first time I ever did mushrooms, I was in Queens and I was probably like 16. And um, I remember like, um, (laughs) mushrooms, I wish. (laughs) Um, So I'm in Queens about 16 and um, first time I did acid. Gino and, and Keenan and Jones Keefe, which is Chris Keefe's brother, mm-hmm. um, they all had mushrooms that they bought off Freddie. Because I remember seeing Freddie at Astor Place and he was like, yo, Dill, you want to buy some mushrooms? And I didn't know Fred well and I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest dude I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> like, he's trying to sell me mushrooms. He's on a board with the craziest shape. He has like 60 millimeter wheels. Like, he's younger than me and cooler than I could ever imagine. And I was like, um, no, but I, oh. Like I was like I so wanted to buy them off him just to think make Fred think I'm cool right <laughs> but whatever like 
uh, uh, Gino Keenan and Chris and Jones got them and they were like, Dill, you can't do them. You're too young. So we're at uh, Chris and Jones' parents' house in Queens and they're out of town, uh, his, his parents. And um, I was like, oh, that's fine. I was used to that by then. Mm-hmm. You know, Dill, you're too young. You're the smallest. And it's true. I was the small. I was so much younger than those guys. But um, about two hours, about an hour and a half, two hours through their trip, um, I remember Jones must have felt bad for me, but he came into this room and he had this bag and there's a little paper in the middle. And he's like, Dill, do you want to do this? Cause like we're tripping, we don't want to leave you out and da 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 da. And, wow. I, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and then I, you know, I took the acid and all of a sudden the Knicks game that I was watching with Patrick Ewing and John Starks and all that shit. Like I remember being in Jones and Chris's parents' room and it was hardwood floor and I was sitting on the bed and they were all geeking out in the other room, like playing like, basketball with a little fucking door basketball and shit and like I don't know what they were doing in there like playing video games and shit but you know when you're tripping like you can't you can only interact like with the tripping if you're tripping like you know what I mean like if you're there like I'm not why is that so funny (laughs) so I wasn't trying to like I wasn't trying so I was like I'll watch the game like so I was just watching the basket I really liked watching basketball back then who wouldn't it was great it was a great game at the time I don't know about it now Sage tells me sometimes (laughs) but um so I'm watching and all of a sudden it's like Patrick Ewing's taking a free throw shot and I tell you what this man's face became on the screen (laughs) and then all of a sudden the hardwood floor of Madison Square Garden was the hardwood floor in Jones's parents room wow it was perfectly leveled and it started here on your eyeball Uh uh-huh it started at the tip (laughs) of my eyelids and it went, so I'm watching Patrick Ewing level. So it's almost like, you remember in Star Wars where like, like Princess Leia shows up, like help me Obi-Wan, you're only hope. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I'm watching a hologram. <laughs> right Everything front, else is black. Right, right in front of you. And then all of a sudden the door opens and I'm like, what the fuck, and it's <laughs> them. And they're like, Dill, you okay? Well, they all call me Pickle. Everybody from the, everybody East Coast, they all call me Pickle. Keith Huffnagel, Alex Corpin, everybody, Pickle. What's up, Pickle? So they have, Pickle, what's wrong? Nothing. And I remember it was still kind of daylight, like getting dark a little bit. And they were like, let's go, let's go get pizza or something. And I was like, mm, yeah, let's do anything. I'd never taken acid before. I'm fucking flying. <laughs> I never forget this. We get outside now, mind you, once again, they're on mushrooms. Mm. They'd never done that before. And uh, we get outside and we're walking to the pizza place. But right when we got outside of the building, we're walking and Keenan turned around to all of us and he goes, I feel naked. it was the the funny it was one of the it was i I don't know if i'd ever laugh that hard up until that point but um yeah we got pizza and whatnot and what i'm i'm bringing up this story because um on the way home from queens back to long island because i was staying with gino and westbury we got in the car and um we're driving along two blocks it's probably nine o'clock at night it's been a long day it's been a long day. I'm still fully on acid. Right. <laughs> and we see a motorcycle under a taxi cab. Oh, oh shit. And we see blood, leg, oh. arm. And Gino goes like this. I'm here, this way. <laughs> Gino goes, hmm. Goes around it with me. Looking at it. My, and I couldn't help it. I was just like. You looked down. Ah! <laughs> wow. So there was a period of my life where I was young between like, like like 15, 16, 17 where I just saw like really fucked up shit and then God, there's another one. I remember, so that apartment I was talking about earlier that Gino and Keenan and Eric had, mm-hmm. 
It was in Huntington Beach on Warner. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a lot nicer than the apartments I had when I was young. <laughs> but, um, <coughs> so you're on Warner. It's a big street in Huntington Beach. It's a big ass street. I went to the store and I was like, do you guys want anything? They're no, no, cool, whatever, whatever. And um, it was that th whole thing where there was only like one key, so I'd like hop the fence to leave. I'd like, mm. or maybe I could open it to leave and then I'd hop the fence on the okay. way back. So I was like, I had to go to Ralph's, yeah. <laughs> like get my, my cup of noodles, and, like right. whatever, like fuck. Like, um, so I go and then I'm, I'm walking back and it's raining and uh, it's at night, it wasn't raining too bad, but um, I'm walking back and like the way it goes is like, you know, I'm on this, you know, Huntington Beach, big ass fucking sidewalks, mm -hmm. probably like nine o'clock at night or something like that, and um, uh, ten. And uh, there's a wall to my left, but between the wall, I mean, between the sidewalk and the wall is a bush, but the wall's like, you know, about yay high. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I saw it, but I just, I guess I heard it first. I heard like the, and then there's a car flipping towards me. Oh, wow. That came from, uh, so I'm, if I'm walking uh, south towards the ocean on Warner, uh -huh. um, it was coming this way. Wow. And the, the car started flipping and it, I was so paralyzed in fear of uh, what it was gonna do when it got to me. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. And I realized how close it was getting and it was it's like it's a fucking Indiana Jones movie or something. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like it might as well have been fully engulfed in flames. Right, right. Like it felt like that. And I, just on some like fucking kid gymnast shit, like I just fucking, and just fucking bounced out and that card and it smashed into that wall took out the bushes so there's the bushes the wall and then a car parked for the apartment complex because um, the wall was only like this down. high so it's wow. and it hit that too I didn't even look if she who was there I ran yeah. I just dropped all my groceries I ran like no a child way. hopped the fence Ran, ran, ran. I got into Gino's house and they were like, What the fuck? I was like, Yo, come on, take it. It's a thing. It's a fucking dip tone dead. <laughs> yeah. And we went out there and this chick was missing like half her ear and all oh, this shit. Oh my gosh. Funny enough, I'm fast forward maybe three years. I'm at some like weird friend's house, these surfer guys. This chick walks in. And she's like, yeah, like my dad owns this head shop in Venice. Like, you know, the roundabout over yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There was an old head shop. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Your dad owns that head shop. Da, da, da. And, she, yeah, da, da, da. and I don't know how the fuck came up. She's like, yeah, one time I got in this bad accident on Warner. No oh, way. Wow. <laughs> and this chick was a fucking moron. <laughs> and so I was like, tell me more about that accident. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, and then part of my ear no, seriously. I met her. Yeah, no way. I met That's this idiot. And she was a complete idiot. She's probably still not alive now. She probably killed some people on her way out. But she was one of them, God. She was one of them goofy fucking bitches. It was like, I don't care. You know, it was Jeez. like, you know, so this this jackass, her name's probably like Becky. Some white, <laughs> some white chick with like a tan. And like, um, Spray tan? Yeah, her dad owns some head shop or whatever. Actually, she'll know who she is. Yeah, you want to kill me, you fucking idiot. But yeah, so it was like, it was, I don't know. I still have a thing of like, I don't know. I saw too much shit. I saw right. I saw a lot of fucked up shit. Like, and I had a lot of weird things happen. And then I started traveling all the time. And like, you go to different countries and you, you see different see shit. things. Yeah. And like, it really starts to shape like your whole your trajectory, your mentals, all that stuff. And like, mm, yeah. And uh, you know, hey kids, I just want to tell you like, just so you know, like acid definitely had an effect on my nervous system. So I don't you know recommend it amongst the other things i did but i think acid was the main culprit oh for, yeah for my 
you know. Oh. My, like, I'm sitting really still right now. Yeah. But I'm trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Well, did you ever well, take acid or anything and, and skate at the same time? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any tricks? Someone else? just put this out recently. I saw footage of myself skating in the Redwood City School. Uh, you remember where the, down the hills? You know, it was like it was like you go down a hill and flat up. Carol, sick, oh yeah, yeah, sick yeah, line, yeah. feeble the table and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Lenny and Josh ollieing the table and Transworld together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that spot, me, Nick Lockman, Brad Johnson, Maurice Key. We went there because it was raining one night and we were all on mushrooms. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember like switch fifteen the table of the bump, being like, ooh. And I was like, I'm gonna, I could switch front crook of this. <laughs> and I died. I, I <laughs> died. I, mean, I remember hitting my back like. <clears throat> from the top because this is big ass tables Ooh, yeah. and they were still wet because we're stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> we pulled them out from the rain but I remember hitting that back area like right here mm. and I remember colors just exploded out of my, my eyes and mouth oh, wow. and I remember hitting the ground and being like that fucking hurt and I was like ooh look at that and it was just like it's like I threw up a rainbow because you know? <laughs> I was just so like oh my god why pickle? dill there was a com- <laughs> well that dill <laughs> This one's quick. Um, <laughs> there was a commercial that was only on the East Coast. And um, it was even before my time, you know, because I'm mm. not from out there. I mean, my family, my mom and... and the the Blasted Pickles? Yeah, no, it was another one. But, my, you know, my mom's from... Uh, my mom, my, my whole mom's side, they're all from Braddock, Turtle Creek, outside of Pittsburgh. And, like, I was basically raised by them people. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was a commercial. I can't remember, but it, if, I don't think it was the, the that one because I, I we would have seen it here because that company was huge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That was the stork that yeah. had the pickles. Yeah, right. yeah. But there was a commercial back in New York where this kid would be like, hey, daddy, you eat that pickle. <laughs> and so the kid was asking the dad, like, hey, daddy, you eat that pickle. Right. And so, like, I became pickle. So I goes, that pickle. Like, I remember, like, I hadn't talked to Keith Huffnagel in quite a while. And I got a text that just said pickle with a question mark. And I go, Huff. Uh, it was him. Yeah. Oh wow! And no, I know it wasn't. I, I go, I go. This is this is someone from back east. Like who's oh. the, who's this from New York? And he's like, it's Huff. I was like, I fucking knew it. Wow! And all of them call me Pickle. No one from no no one else in my life but East Coasters call me. Pickle. But why the commercial though? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, the, I don't know. The they, dill makes sense. I know they pickle, fucking told. Well, because I'm dill, and yeah. then they had that commercial. Where they ate that again. Pickle. And so they like pickle. pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember growing up like, Jesus Christ, my name's. Donald Jason like that's the fucking dumbest fucking name ever like like I remember when I was a real little kid my mom was like well we almost named you Muhammad no and way I, and I flipped out I was like oh I'm gonna name Muhammad now <laughs> fuck it I was so mad I wanted Muhammad to be my name I just thought that my name was so plain and boring when I was like six it's been you could ask my mother I s- scouts on her I decided my name was Bruce Lee Dill Bruce Lee Dill <laughs> if my mom didn't call me by that she told me, she said, I feel like I can remember it. She'd be like, Jason, and I'd be like. Looking at her, <laughs> right. Just like she'd be over here, but I don't, I don't know of a Jason. And then she'd be like, all right, Bruce Lee Dill. I'd be like, all right, at your service, what can I do? Let's, wow. let's do this. Because on Sundays out here in Orange County, LA, like Sundays on KTLA Channel 5, they play uh, Kung Fu, the yeah, yeah, TV yeah. show. Mm-hmm. That with David Carradine, you know, like Grasshopper. For yeah. sure, <laughs> grab the pebble, yeah. And then they'd play like, Bruce Lee for like 10 hours. And I just sit and watch that. That was one of my early obsessions with Bruce Lee. 
This episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. All right, let's go back to... Uh, back to the future. Oh, you got kicked off of uh, 101. For stealing. Yeah. For stealing. Rightly, right. rightly so, I understand. Yeah. And then, so what did you do from there? I talked to Sal. Oh. And Sal had just started a company called 23. Yep. And I needed somewhere to go. And uh, <laughs> I love Sal, and Sal's great, mm-hmm. you know, so... And I always got along with Sal real good, so I thought, fuck, all right, I'll come over here and right. see what goes on. And, we did that for a little bit, you know. We got like Drake Jones on the team, and mm-hmm. Ryan Bertino and Clyde got on the team. Yeah, I remember. We did a couple tours, and that was right then. Like, that's when like I don't know something happened. I, I knew I had it. I had it. I knew I had it. I knew. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I was right. like, four and one came out, mm-hmm. right? And they really, from the time they first did it, but there was a difference between the four and ones that first came out to like when four and one was doing it. Yeah, because when Farm was doing it, and you got on the cover of the box, oh, and yeah. you had some shit, you were really doing your job. And in that time period, I was able to just like, I could film like a couple of things for Form One, get on the cover, and then yeah, people like hey, kicking ass. I was like, yeah, yeah I've skated <laughs> once in the past two months. Like, it's sick. Like, yeah. But um, no, we skated a whole lot back then. But anywho, um, that Form One really kind of and like they would have like the dun 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 dun. Oh like, yeah, I got a couple of those. I was the like, thank you for it. Yeah, so so then I was like, so then I was like, oh, I'm fucking doing this. Like, like I can, I could, pro- I'll probably be able to like, I don't know, probably ready for the workshops or something. Mm. You know, because that's still young. Is that where you initially met Ave? Who was writing for Twenty Three? No, no, no. I met him before that. Oh, okay. Um, with Anthony, I think I was. I believe I just got on 23 and I'd seen him for like the third time mm-hmm. and I finally was like I walked up and I was like you just come on <laughs> ride with us DC like in 23 fucking, you're gonna you're gonna take off right let's <laughs> roll and he did he did yeah. he didn't need much of my help Anthony was you know a couple years in he was mm-hmm. on his own way making his own way but yeah no, Anthony got that big time DC money. I didn't get that. I was supposed to write for DC right then, but I was like, no, I want to make a shoe company with Sal. Oh. <laughs> but no, like I said in that Bob Shirt interview, like I, you know, I, if I got that, if I if I would have got that DC money, it would have killed me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. So Sal quit us, and he was trying to make a shoe company, mm-hmm. and so we were. <laughs> 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 Sal was going to get the shoe company to get invested by a woman in China who created uh, some sort of web TV uh-huh. okay. for that time. And I was like, sold. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was like, yeah, it's Sal. Like, I remember telling right. Sal, I was like, okay, we got to come up with a name. I was like, Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn? What? E-R-R-O-L Flynn. He's an old actor okay. from the 20s. Huh. And Sal did the same thing. He was like, what the f- <laughs> Man, Dill, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> It's a he, good he, he wanted it to be man this shit's gonna be called quota or like he wanted it to be called like some hip hop shit this shit's called Rush right shit Mandela she don't know nothing about the rush that shoes give you 
Like, yeah. No, but I love Sal so much. I thought, like, eh, at the time, like, I could have been betting on the right horses. Like, you know, like, Sal could have made a shoe company and we could be sitting around being fucking millionaires right now. For like, sure. Sal could have made the next, like, fucking... Sal 23? Puma or whatever. Yeah. Well, he's you know? got that good design sense and that whole thing, too. I, th- you know? I thought so. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. It was. No, I love Sal. I love Sal to death. He's yeah. great. But, yeah, so that was that. And, like, no, I've always done a really good job of fucking up my own career. <laughs> Always. It's like, wait, you gonna pay me how much? And well, really? you gonna come over? So all I have to do is come down there and sign something. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> nah, let's just ruin my career a little more. I'm gonna write for them for less, so I have to do less. Right. I know oh. they look like less, but if I sign for this much and I tell them, look, I'm basically not gonna skate at all. Right. So if you have a problem with that, we have to know about it right now. Did you tell it to Ennis? Mm, yeah, I don't want to talk about Ennis too much. <laughs> but um. I don't know. know. It's a funny career, man. It was just ups and downs, you know. Right, right, right. Like a lot of ups and downs. So 23 lasted, what, a year or two? About that, yeah. Yeah. About that. And then it ended up being that. Now we're in 1997, Mm -hmm. and Sal started talking about, like, you know, I might want to do this company aesthetics, and da da da. And I was like, glad you brought that up. So (laughs) me and Anthony go right for the workshop. Oh, yeah? But that's a funny story how that happened too with writing for the workshop and whatnot. I just remember being at that Canada contest and I felt like I did really good. And like, I just, you know, not in the contest. It didn't matter if you did good in the contest back then. Fuck those goody two shoes. practice. You, you know, you just got to yeah. fucking kick ass for some 401. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, get some 401 clips. Get some slap coverage, <laughs> yeah. you know, in the magazine, whatever. But, anyways, I came home from that trip and inside of Slap Magazine a couple months later, in the talk section, it says, Jason Dill now writes for the Alien Workshop. Really? And Before I you even quit. And I dropped the magazine. Like I was <laughs> like, oh my God, what did I say? Because instantly I thought, I must have you said something st- to someone. But then I was like, no, you went, dude, are you crazy? You would never yeah. tell anyone. It's like, you were at the contest, you hung out with Deirdre the whole time. And like, you know, Scott Conklin, all them dudes. Okay, that makes sense. And I, I, I remember being nervous. And I called the Alien Workshop number which was one eight hundred two seven eight three seven eight seven. Still remember that. <laughs> okay. And um and I yeah. remember and this is before I wrote for it, but I remember like I think I got the number out of the magazine. Probably right. And um I was like, hey, it's Jason Dill. Can I please speak with Chris Carter? Like, because I met Carter, mm-hmm. you know, before, and I like really respected this man. I you know, Alien Workshop was such a big deal to me. You know, they came out in nineteen ninety. They were such a big deal to me. It was such a great company. Yeah. So um, Carter gets on the phone like, hey, how you doing, Dill? I said, hey, Chris Carter, it's Jason Dillon, da, da, da. Like, I just want you to know, it says in the new Slap magazine that I write for Alien Workshop, but I didn't say nothing like that. Like, I didn't say it. Like, I was in Canada, and I was like, he's like, bah, fuck it. I told him to put it in there. No way. <laughs> and I was, so, I was so perplexed. I was like, wait, what do you mean? And I'm on my home phone in my apartment. I'm 19. Like, wait, what? Like, or maybe I'm 20. And um, he's like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and he's like, so you want, you want, you want to do it? No way. And I was like, absolutely, of course, yes. And then the next day he called and Abe picked up the phone. And then he was like, hey, you're Abe. I've heard about you. It was, this is before Abe was Abe. He, right. It was just Anthony. And um, <laughs> and uh, and then he offered Anthony. Seriously? Because we were living in an apartment together, yeah. yeah. This is like, I had been going to New York a whole bunch, but I remember coming back and being like, all right, this is the last time I'm coming back to visit. And now I get to go. Yeah, so I was like, I'll keep this apartment. You can stay here, whatever. I think that happened with Anthony. Uh-huh. And I think my friend Rick was living there too. He oh. didn't skate. And then I went to New York and was like, I have an apartment in LA too. I'm balling. You know, <laughs> but I didn't live there. You know, I didn't yeah. live there. But um, you know, that was the beginning. It was like I got on the workshop and then I left. Wow. You know, to just, I didn't want to come back to California. Is that it? Was, you know, 
I don't know. I'd spend so much time in New York. I loved it. I didn't want to be here anymore. You know, mm. I wanted to do more. I just wanted to see more. I wanted to escape. Yeah. Just everything. I just didn't want to be in like bright white sidewalks, bright fucking blue sky every fucking day. It's <laughs> a fucking same fucking thing. Groundhog Sounds day. Sounds good to me. Palm trees and picnic tables. This is Groundhog Day. Yeah, just black top floors and picnic tables just staring you down into your soul. Wow. And so, that was another thing. Like, I always felt like that. I always felt like whatever someone else did in skateboarding, I cannot do it. You wanted it's to like, do I something else. I gotta do something else. So yeah. It looks different. It feels different. And then mm -hmm. who doesn't like skateboarding in New York City? Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's hard to get yeah. footage there, but like there was no one that was pro there. You know, so mm -hmm. it just felt like home to me it just felt in it still is to this yeah. day it's home to me but yeah that was that so that's how i got on the that's workshop insane. yeah it's a weird story what did mm -hmm. sal say when he saw that no we didn't even talk about it no no because you were already off right? i was a... i ended up having to get off the phone with him then go eat lunch with sal at a taco stand just basically tell him like this is what i'm doing anthony's coming to because he was starting aesthetics yeah he wanted you to but he didn't feel it. weird no like, he didn't care. He didn't, you know, he wanted us, but he's like, you know, you Rob Wells and Kevin Taylor and whatnot. Right, he's right, right. doing his thing. John Iggy. How long after was uh, photosynthesis after you got on? Two years. Two years. Yeah, because okay. photo came out in 2000. 2000. We, I, you know, we got on in 98. Okay. Right. So you spent that two years pretty much filming. The four in one section was a big oh, one here too. We go. That was good, dude. <laughs> the <laughs> four in one industry section was um, filmed in 97. Before, like it, most of it, like it, like the front crook around the corner. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. I'm on 23. Oh really? Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a few tricks in that. Then I'm on 23, and then there's obvious. I'm like switch back, side flip over the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm on my first alien board. You like riding the bright like green boards back then, right? Oh or? no, I wasn't on my first board yet. It uh. was on some whatever bright board they had in the yeah. warehouse. <laughs> that was like that was when you guys got announced, right? Pretty much. Yeah, so fucking Forum came out, and then Photo came out, mm -hmm. and, and um, I've said it before in interviews, it's like that was the best time of my life, mm -hmm. like, in that period. Like, basically, my life through 1998 through 2003 was, not five. Five, 1998 to 2005 was the, the most time I went without without having replications from drugs and alcohol and all that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, mainly drugs. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> it just all went and it worked but um photo worked yeah. it just worked it was yeah. just one of those things it's also with Alien Workshop like they were the only serious company mm -hmm. there was no other company that was serious and what I mean by that there was no inside jokes everything was fucking serious as death like graphics mm -hmm. presentation like it all had to look a certain way so like when you would film for photosynthesis is like yeah you'd be with Bill and you'd like how he filmed or Joe Castrucci or whatever but when it came down to like the making of this film it was up to you know Mike Hill and you know Joe Castrucci like how it was gonna look aesthetically and like you just gave it all to them right like, absolutely like just like you know now like I make all the video stuff with Benny mm -hmm. just me and him but um that's how it was so I had a complete faith in it coming yeah. out better than what I could imagine so what, what came out was incredible. Yeah, you know, like we were at some premiere in Philadelphia, and I had no idea. Like they recorded my voice and shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> but you, you had no idea. I swear to God. Really? I don't believe in God, but yeah, I, I, I swear. I swear to fucking spiritual guidance. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So they recorded them conversations. Carter would record me. So the first time you saw the video was at a premiere. Like edited everything. Like, no I didn't way. see my part before it came out. No, really? No, no, no. Did wow. you choose the song too? I chose the song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I chose the song. I mean, I skated a Radiohead, but at least I used a fucking B-side. You know 
like don't skate to the, the hit song like you don't want to skate to creep but that's the thing like it was a b-side off okay computer like oh, yeah. the b the b-side off of uh okay computer was like when they came out with like, okay computer they did like 10 b-sides mm-hmm. and it was everything from like waiting in the aisle to like fucking pearly and then melatonin and, and then there was a uh, uh, polyethylene part one and two mm-hmm. and to me it just felt like a I don't know. To me, it's like, believe it or not, like, I, there's, so there was this bar in Ohio, and it was called uh, The Comet, and it was uh, in Cincinnati, and I liked going there. It was this weird bar, like, at the top of this hill, and it was a real fucking weird neighborhood, and just bizarre, like, just a bizarre bar, like, you know, blue collar. And um, I remember I went in there, I never heard of no band called The White Stripes, and neither did the rest of the fucking world. <laughs> like, no one knew who this fucking band, The White Stripes, was. And I remember that I already told them that I wanted polyethylene Radiohead. Because uh-huh. this bar was right by Joe Castruzzi's house. So I'd stumble into his house drunk. Hey, guess what? I fucking love this other song. <laughs> and so they were right about to make yeah. it, you know. And I was like, no, I heard this song by the band called The White Stripes. It's called Jimmy the Explorer. And it's on their first album. It's just psycho. It's talking mm-hmm. about a monkey jumping on the bed and his eyes are bleeding and like the walls are turning. It was just like, duh, 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 duh. it was psycho. It was really yeah. crazy. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've been turned down by a song. For I've been turned down for a song. Right. Like Greg Hunt's turned me down for a song. Like they've been like, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, anywho, there was a minute where I was like, this band, the White Stripes, no one knows who they are because they didn't. No one knew who they were. So I was gonna use this song called Jimmy the Explorer. And if you look it up, the they, song fucking rules. They didn't want to use it. No, they were like back to Radiohead though, back to- <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> they never made a rough cut of it. No. Well, which shoe company were you on back then? Peter. Yeah. Whoa. When I moved, uh, was I already on when I? No, on twenty three, I wasn't on anything. I was skating like Felas and shit. Oh, okay. Um, Pete Sampras shoes. Yeah, I love that fucking <laughs> shoe. Pete Sampras. Yeah, that. I remember had, that tennis. Yeah, he had, he had one shoe. It was white, black, gray, white, gray, black. White, gray, blue, navy. I, I really, I mean, dude, I skated in Air Max 95. Like, yeah. that's, dude, that's oh, crazy. that clipped down the street in Santa Monica. Was that here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the post office, I think. But you like all the Oh, those stadium. are Air Max 93. Oh, yeah. Air Max 93. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I do the nose really yeah. on the thing, yeah, yeah, in my like rave outfit. Yeah. It's like all, oh, yeah, all the post diesel office, right. gear. There's like a time in the 90s I just loved diesel gear and like all rave looking gear. Like, I don't know. It's like terry cloth like jackets and like terry cloth pants and shit. It's weird. <laughs> a lot of weird fashion. But um, yeah, Vita was a company that, a shoe company that Nottis did with. Uh, a few other people and I don't really want to talk about it. It's okay. like, let's keep it going. <laughs> okay. I all respect to, to Nottis. Like it was just, he was just along for the ride as long as I was well as, you know, he okay. was just, Nottis was like, I'm still here and fucking whatever. Let's you know, it. he didn't yeah, give yeah. a shit by then. You right, know? right, right. How long were you on Alien total? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Oh, did I just give my age away? Wow. <laughs> You're, You're you just turned old? Kids, I'm 72. You just turned You just turned 18. 72. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so I was on 15. 15 years. 15 fucking years. I'm finally going to relax now. It's That's taking a about lot. an hour Kick since I've been back, here. You know, um, yeah, pull um, that microphone. So, so, so 15 years. Yeah. Wow. F- 15 years. I was on Alien Workshop. It was from 2000. From... 2000. Yeah, right. It was from uh, 1998 to 2013. Jeez, wow. what a run. Yeah, it was, was it hard leaving? Of course. Photosynthesis and uh, mosaic mm-hmm. and minefield. Like, right. By the time I got to minefield, I was a wreck. But, Were you? Um, yeah, I had a hard time putting that thing together. Oh, yeah? I had a hard time 
staying alive for that video. Well. But um, yeah, it was probably the worst shape I was ever in. It was minefield area. Hmm. And then a couple of my friends died, like oh, wow. back to back and drugs. And wow. It's like, oh, wow, I, I do those drugs. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that shit. And then... Um, Did you feel like you could be next? <laughs> I still could be next. <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, I always have a hand in the fire. But not drugs, you know, I don't do drugs. I right, right, right. That. You know, it's, it's like the way I look at drugs now, it's interesting. It's like, I I couldn't imagine being on pills now. Like, it mm. kind of makes me sick. Like, yeah, if I right. think, I, I start to get my palms get sweaty, and I'm just like, I get real geeked out. If I think about smoking speed or something. Oh, yeah. God, I used to like smoking speed. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like, it's just different. It's like you get older and it's just like, you're like, oh. And then also it's like, I have so much responsibility and I have so much like, there's so much that goes on on an everyday basis in my decisions that affect so many people that mm -hmm. I cannot, I can't live in, 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 in oblivion, you know? Right. And I did. And like, I'm not afraid to admit it. It's like, whatever. It was, there was a decade where I, was, I blacked out every night. Yeah. Every night. Wow. You know, I was like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I just chose to do that. Yeah, and like yeah. a lot of it happened, you know, like basically like right after Mosaic and beyond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah. like kind of around that time is when it was like, all right, we're really going to check out every night as far as we can go, as far as recognizing reality right. in front of you. Yeah. And it didn't matter where you were. No. You do that at home, do it at the bar. Did you just decide to get sober one day or did you... Uh wonderful woman living with me and um and um she didn't speak very much english but she was so great mm -hmm. and uh, you know, she was my girlfriend at the time and um i just knew i was like you have to leave i felt something brewing in oh, me oh wow you told her i felt something she... brewing in me i felt like it just, i didn't feel right okay this is 2008 and um she got really upset okay. and i was like you gotta go you gotta go and uh she didn't understand. Like, she knew I was on drugs, but she didn't, like, because in France, pills aren't, like, a huge problem. You know what I mean? Like, and no one she knew was, like, taking, like, 25 Vicodin a day and, like, drinking Jesus. and, like, doing shit, like, drinking Dayquil, like, while you're drinking booze and taking Vicodin and, like, doing speed. So it was, like, she knew that I was putting a blender of substances mm -hmm. in me because she knew I, I, you know, she would see it. I'd stay up till 7 in the morning and she would be in bed and then I'd wake up at, like, 6 the next day. I mean, the whole time she was there with me at my apartment, we went to Central Park once. That was the only time I saw daytime. There was one year I didn't see daytime. Wow. And just that day I saw it. Wow. And it made, like, nine months of no daytime. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was seriously. Bad, man, I was bad. But yeah, so when I sent her home the very next day, like, you know, whatever, I did my daily routine. I just felt like I had, like, you know that movie Hellraiser? Mm -hmm. It's that ball with all the spikes. Oh, yeah. I felt like that was going back and forth in my stomach. Hmm. And I just felt like razor pains. And um, you would think I'd be like, okay, this is it. You know, let's draw it right here. No, right. I went out and copped. Yeah. I got more pills. And, wow. yeah. and then um, I found myself at this bar that my friend's brother was working at. It was the bar below Niagara, for who anyone remembers that. There was that fancy fucking bullshit bar where you had to like go downstairs, it's supposed to be secret, but hmm. whatever. Fuck that stupid <laughs> fucking bullshit. Don't tell me That's when New York got so dumb. It's like, oh, it's a secret bar. You got to know the guy from Maroon 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to go to the Jane Hotel. Fuck your Jane Hotel. <laughs> Fuck your hotel parties. Fuck the Beatrice. Fuck it all. Uh, there's Maroon. like three people who know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Maroon 5. But um, I did my night. I went out and, you know, Jameson and. But, you know, Jameson, Stella, and uh, 
Vicodin. Mm-hmm. Percocets, whatnot. And I, the next day I woke up and I threw up blood everywhere. Wow. I threw up blood everywhere. It's like the, there's a, the, the first puke was as big as this table. Jeez. It was all blood. It just looked like fucking, looked like red wine, you know, oh, just poured on the that floor. That must have scared the shit out of you. Yeah. I never caught that in the, um, epically later, right? Yeah. 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 And then, um, and I took that. They leave it to me on the way out. Look where the books. Hold on, paramedics. Yeah. Right. But um, I'd never called nine one one before. You called nine one one. Yeah, I called nine one one and I passed out. Passed Whoa. out yeah. in the apartment. Yeah. So you don't even remember them coming in and taking you out. You know it's funny. Like I don't know. You've ever, I think anyone who's ever been in something like this, you're so hazy. Mm-hmm. I almost felt like I beat them <clears throat> to the door because I think something got in me where I was like, I have to make it to the stairs because if they see what I've already done in there, they're going to tell the doctors. Oh, so I don't want them knowing. Right. I just fucking puked up a fucking two gallons of blood or whatever came out of me. So I remember, I do believe, yeah, for sure. I got to like the few stairs below me and wow. they come in the front door, however they fucking got in. But I remember thinking like, and how drug addict mentality is that? I was just, get outside because they're going to see all the blood inside right. your fucking, that <laughs> I was just going to say, body. I would be like, look what I just, I need help. Look what I just did. That's the thing. It's like, you know, I like on one hand, people are like, oh, you know, you probably talk so good about drugs all these years, which I, look, you know, I had really good experiences with mm. drugs. You know, it's like, I had fun. I had great sex with women and fucking got to party for like fucking, crazy places in different countries and just like i was always ready for whatever you got right you have crystal meth let's do it yeah. you know it's like i was you know it's like let's just fucking this party come on right <laughs> let's, let's not have any rules here because the rules are no fun right so i'm sorry you know i've definitely uh what do they call it with drugs experienced no when you talk good about it i forgot See kids, what drugs does? Uh, you know, there goes, that. there goes all of my linguistics. <laughs> oh God, my vernacular is nothing. Um, I have words. I have the biggest words. I have the best words. Um, so um, I glamorize drugs. Oh yeah, in okay. my interviews and stuff like that. Mm. And fuck you. No, just kidding. Um, um, no, there's you know, I had good experience. Obviously, I was one of. Those, I just I don't know if you're someone who like. I came up with kids that would take like eight hits of acid. That's crazy. It's insane. Like, how the fuck are you still alive? Yeah. I did like two. Right. And like, how did you like, so like, I always felt like I was behind. But then I guess by the time I got older, I was like experienced enough. I was like, watch this. <laughs> Whoa, you did that. I'm like, let's party. That's crazy. So, um, crazy. Yeah, so I, you know, I never meant to glamorize it. I guess I'm always just talking about my own experience. I'm like, look, kids, right. it's, it's not easy. You know, you, yeah. it, the life on it's not easy. Like one of the hardest jobs I ever had was being a drug addict. And this like sounds so dramatic, but it's true. Like no one wants to run through the snow, sweating to go meet someone. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why are you sweating in the snow? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. To you sweat know, I gotta snow. get to Eleventh Street. <laughs> you know, it's like. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid, but at the same time, it's like my own little experience that yeah, I had yeah, and like sure. whatever. And like, obviously, I made it to this. I had a whole fucking career. made like 20 goddamn video parts. So I like kissed, <laughs> I mean, kissed my fucking ass. But um, So at that point in time where you were really low and you were going to the hospital, what, that was a time when you were getting off Alien? I don't want to talk about this anymore. Why are you, why are you guys on such negative shit? <laughs> I'm trying to bring it no, back up. No, it's yeah, yeah, I'm trying to bring yeah. it back up. So I'm on Alien, and like, let's just fast forward. Um, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. out of the hospital. One of my really, really good friends died, mm. and uh, he was like my guy. You know, what I mean, it was like mm. my last of the Mohicans, as far as like 
whoa, you did all that? I don't feel so bad about myself. Right, okay. <laughs> you just did bad. I saw you. I'm only doing... I'm only smoking crack. You're green crazy. But um, um, yeah, he was my good friend, and he died, and, you know, it was because of drugs. And then um, I remember one time I was in Brooklyn. It was, like, the last apartment I was in New York that I had, and I was living in, like, a basement, like, of this friends. I, like, lived in the bottom part. It was, it was nice. It was fine. But um, I remember going outside, and it was snowing. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What do you have to do here? <laughs> what do you do in New York? All you used to do was hang out with your friends and party. Now you don't. So I kind of was just making shit. Like I've been making postcards for years. Like ever since I was young, I make people postcards. And what you do is, you know, take any piece of cardboard you can mm -hmm. find anywhere. You can find it in motels, whatever, and like you could put shit on it with glue. Right. And all you need is a stamp. Stamps are cheap. So I've been making postcards forever. You know, I love postcards. I love like, making little clauses, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was doing stuff like that. I think I made a couple of my first photo books in that time period, like because oh, well. I've been taking photos for a long time. Because when you party and get naked with people, <laughs> it's fun to take pictures. Of exactly. Yeah. 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 So. Um, um, yeah, so I, I published a couple, like, real, you know, low-key photo books with, like, people okay. in Japan and stuff like that. And I think I was just, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I started dating a girl who was really young, and uh, she was awesome, but, you know, it was also like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like, what am I really doing anymore? And then just knowing that you have the ability to skate on a high level and not doing it, it's like you feel guilty inside. You right. know you can do it. You know it's out there. You know that every day in California, like, it's bright and sunny, 75, everybody's been fucking ripping and doing their thing, and you're just sitting inside your house, it's snowing. So I think I came across that realization, and so... Yeah, I'm, I'm fast forwarding a bit, but um, no, that's all right. I packed up and I was like, Anthony, yeah, I'm going to move. I'm just going to leave New York. And I, can I come stay with you? And um, first I stayed with a girl I knew uh, who had no involvement with her, but mm -hmm. just a friend of mine. And then um, kind of eased my way into like putting myself at Anthony's house. Cause, okay. Like, you know, stepbrothers. You know, you know <laughs> was, you know, like, but um, once I got to Anthony's, like, dude, I was so tweaked. Like, I remember I, I brought a board with me. It was one of the first times I brought my board with me from the East Coast. Usually I just leave it. I'll set something up in right. California. But I brought a Grant Taylor board that had like a shape because Grant had just like turned pro then. It's like 2011 or 12. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like a, like a crazy shape. And, and I, I bought these roller skate wheels from a store in New York City. Okay. Like a store that sold roller skate wheels. <laughs> yeah. They thought they looked cool. They were like, like clear. Or whatever. Yeah. And, and I had some indies or whatever. And I remember we went to the North Hollywood Park and it was like the first like few months it was there. It was just okay. me and Abe. Mm -hmm. And like I, hadn't, I probably hadn't skated in a year. I think that's the longest I've ever gone. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Kelly just looked at me with the most broken heart. <laughs> little boy eyes, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like puppy dog eyes. He was like, wait, Jason Dill, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, Kelly. I'm but um, um, I remember I pulled that shit out. I remember Abe was like looking at my board. And I skated, and I feel like I skated pretty good. <laughs> and then when we went to go skating, and he's like, dude, come on. What the fuck? And I was like, what? He's like, you got to set up a new board. I was like, I, I don't want to. This is cool. And he was like, no. And he set me up like a regular board. Okay. Let's see what he's writing. And, shit. and then um, and then I found myself in New Zealand on like a Vans tour. Really? Like all of a sudden, boom, we're doing it. Like wow. we're in the streets, we're doing it. And I was living at his house and just fucking every day, just like boom, boom, let's go, let's go, let's go. Fucking schoolyard, this, that. Like go to New Zealand on a Vans tour. And then we're fucking doing this. And then it was like, 
okay, shit, let's get everybody together. It's like, hey, fuckers, let's go on tour. And it's like, it's Tyler, Dylan, me, like, let's go fucking kick ass. Let's make this trans world thing. Like, we're the workshop. We're fucking bitching. Let's stay on top. Let's fucking do it. Like, Grant Taylor, Dylan, right for the same team. Yeah. How come fucking no one sees this? This is bullshit. Let's do it. And then the whole time, Aliens being bought and sold, bought and sold, bought and sold. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm like, I don't care, I don't care. Fucking, this is still real deal. We're still top notch. We're fucking, you know, we're the workshop. We got this. And then I started to realize we don't got this. No. <laughs> How was leaving Alien though? Was it? Uh, it was. I mean, it was tough. Yeah. How did it go down? The- so, like I said, like we when we made that Trans World Cinematographers Project thing, mm-hmm. I hate saying that title, and I'll never <laughs> say it again. <laughs> Why? So that, Why do you hate the saying that? You say it. It's a uh, <laughs> pretty shitty name. Cinematographer. Shut up. <laughs> I had a great little section in that video. Let me tell no, you. No, you did some shit. You know who the video that we share is? Um, someone alerted me to this. Um, the video that we're in together is Fernando's video. Um, listen, Fernando. you have a, oh no, I'm sorry, Fernando, you made LA County. LA County. Oh, you're in LA that County. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like he wasn't in LA County. This, right. Of course you were. No, yeah, but sure. listen was sick. Like yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. like the, I think I only had like two tricks. I think I, yeah, I think just two table tricks. Yeah, the, dude, that. Fakey I, shove it, switch I, manual, and fakey shove it, fakey manual ooh, at the Colgate School, right yeah. down the street from the house I currently Oh wow! Um, but um, yeah, you did good shit. Thank in, you, in listen. And thank once again, you. the nose grind at the courthouse is oh, it's insane. Like oh, I know no. he's got this switch flip manual on mute, but, uh, whatever. <laughs> I feel like I could have done that maybe, but not the nose grind. <laughs> I got the height of my skateboarding switch flip manual that could have gone down. Could have gone. You know what I yeah. tried there? And I tried to shoot it. There was no one videoing, and this is just how this would go back then. But like it was 1997, and mm-hmm. you're trying to trick at the courthouse. Like it's not always a camera, right? Yeah. Like filming. Yeah. But I tried. Uh, Switch flip, switch back tail on the on the Ooh. on the, uh, the stage. The, yeah, the yeah, and I like landed and shot out. And oh. I, I was not a Tiva. Who was I trying to shoot that with? I can't remember, but yeah, I, I, I remember, that was one of those ones that got away. I, I knew I could have done it. it was yeah, right, that, oh, it was right yeah. there. And I never did anything that good, like as far as like a switch flip, switch mm. back tail. Like it was tall too. Yeah, it was tall. still tall. Yeah. yeah, I'll say real quick. I mean, it's about myself, but I got I do fakey shove it, fakey manuals, and that because of you doing it on that table. Well, God I, damn it, you took it all the way to fakey tray for fakey manual <laughs> fucking courthouse day, so... No, but I was... You're like, welcome. <laughs> thank you, dude. Yeah. Oh, um, you were asking me about quitting Alien yeah. Workshop. Um, yeah. What brought me to quit Alien Workshop was seeing that um, I didn't think that the formula was going to work. No. I didn't think it was going to stay intact. I just didn't, because it, I, what I saw was... Was it tough with all the, the them selling it off? <laughs> buying and selling whatever yeah because like you know what was tougher though was like so what we got warhol longboards <laughs> it's like no <laughs> that's not so what that's so what do we do about this okay and that's so who's staying you know it's big questions and um yeah i had my issues you know i grew up with the company and i love the company so much and um i didn't <sighs> It's 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 tough to do these because like I'm sitting here thinking about like Chris Carter watching it and like Mike mm-hmm. Hill wouldn't watch this. He's too cool. He's got too much cool shit going. He's, <laughs> he's in Ohio. He's or maybe he's in Iceland. He's probably doing some cool like cool looking shit. Nothing to do with skateboarding. But anyways, I respect these guys so much. The guys that made Alien Workshop. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's tough for me to just sit here and just pick apart what went wrong because right. like on one hand they had a pro who was me who was drunk and on drugs for a decade. 
So it's like, I understand, like, you know, once it came around 2011, 2012, I, I started being like, what the fuck is this? And what the fuck is this? And what's this Coca-Cola logo we're doing? And what, who the fuck is this kid you're trying to put on? So I basically was just like, went in and was like, what are we doing anymore? Yeah. Who are we owned by? What's happening? Yeah. You know? And um, there was a little bit of like, oh, it's a good thing Sober Dill finally showed up. Mm. And it's like, no. I've fucking done a lot for this goddamn company. Don't give me no bullshit. I fucking took you on certain voyages you didn't think you were going to go on. Just like before I rode for them, they took me on voyages that I didn't know I'd go on. Like watching Memory Screen when I was a little kid. Like mm -hmm. it took me to places in the world I wouldn't have seen. It took me to parts of America I wouldn't have seen. So I owed them big. But then at the same time, at the end of it, I was like, no, I'd get on my crazy trips. You guys could go right along. I know it. I know you did. And so there was... A lot of give and take. Mm -hmm, a lot of give right. and take. And it's like, once again, I grew up fucking worshiping that company. I had the government brainwash ad on my wall, my like first apartment, wow. you know? It was like, I wanted to ride for them. So long-winded, sorry. But back to it, um, I think when I realized that I needed us to get out of there was one time Terp, John, and Donnie went all the way down to Irvine. Now, number one, if you have a company and you find it one day moving to Irvine, pack it up. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Unless you're fucking the next fucking nextel.com. Like <laughs> anything of like artistic value cannot be out of Irvine. Mm -hmm. Like anything of any merit can't be out of Irvine. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sorry, Will Ferrell. I know you're from Irvine. I'm not, not talking about you, but like, if your company moves to Irvine, you're fucked. Okay. Right. Um, so Turpin then went to like what was Alien now in Irvine, and they just like, dude, it was like barracks gear, and like it was next to like barracks gear, and it was next yeah. to like O'Neill and Metal Militia. Mm. Oh wow. Was it the La Jolla group? Check, please. Yeah. Fuck. And they said they were treated like shit. Oh. Like, oh, you guys want stuff? Now, Alien itself had nothing to do with this. They were still in Ohio. Gotcha. But the Alien running shit, day-to-day, -day, you know, mm. buy and sell was out of mm, okay. next door to barracks gear and all that shit. You know, I can't be having that shit. <laughs> <laughs> guys know how I feel about that subject. Yeah. So, um, yeah, less power to them. Fuck you. Um, um, yeah, we had to be out. No, no yeah. more. It was done. It was done. And then also, like, when I called Anthony to say, like, we're quitting, and then... Um, you made a decision for everyone? It was just me and him quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't take anybody. Well, no, but did you make the decision for Anthony? No, because I asked him. I said, I, said, I, said, I said, we need to quit. Yeah. yeah. Collectively. Because yeah. we, we were on the same page. Right. Like, I'd be like... Tuh, 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 and he'd be like... Tuh, tuh. <laughs> and I'd be like... Tuh, tuh. And he'd be like... <laughs> and we'd both be like... Oh. <laughs> and then we'd be like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we just keep skating. But um, um, I was like, yeah, we got to quit. We got to be out of here. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I know it sounds wild, but I want to make it. I want to make it F.A. I think we could do this. Um, and I said, the only rule is um, you can never get mad at me. Was that, that's, a, that's a stipulation. That was number one rule. Okay. I was like, we're going to do this, but you can never get mad at me. And I said... There's things I'm gonna do you're not gonna like. There's things that there's there's ways I'm gonna behave that you're not gonna like. Okay. I'm gonna steal people mm -hmm. and I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to make sure this is fucking 
the most successful thing I can make it because I cannot fail. Right. It can't. It yeah. just can't. I, I have nothing else. I'm a fucking high school dropout. And, you know, like I don't have any education besides the education I gave myself. And like I have all the confidence in the world that I can come up with the right imagery and to make an aesthetic that people haven't seen. Mm-hmm. But once again, you can't get mad at me. Yeah, he broke that rule all the time. <laughs> yeah. He got real mad at me. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> but yeah, and then like in the beginning, like just to you know wrap it up real yeah. quick as far as like this stuff goes, it's like in the beginning there was a lot of like I let the kids in to my house. Yeah, <laughs> nah, no one else. It would be like knock, yeah, Sage, San Pablo, Tyson. Mm-hmm. But there was a certain thing where I know that everyone else realized I was blocking them out. Because oh. I had so much pressure you yeah. know, making this new thing. And like mm-hmm. I, I had an idea what I wanted to look like, but there's nothing like when you have an idea what something looks like, and they're like, so, so where is it? Right. And I'm like, I'm fucking working on it. It's not ready yet. So, you know, in overtime, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously it all worked out. Right, you know, it's right, funny. right. It's funny to talk about now, but um, no, you know, I just felt like there was... Um, I felt like this. I felt like, you know, why why should we... Why should we have to accept any direction skateboarding goes in? That's never been the thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's never been. Yeah, you guys can choose your own direction. Like those choose your own adventure books when you're a kid. So yeah, like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you want to fucking go meet the fucking sorcerer? Go flip the fucking page to seventy five. <laughs> <Right, right, laughs> you want to yeah. fucking try the sword? Go to fifty. I was like, mm, I'm gonna go to page eighty and try yeah. to do something new. And then, um, and like, look, what did I do new? I didn't fucking reinvent the blowjob or nothing. Like, it was like, you know, people have been making boards a certain way, but I knew there right. was a certain way that I could make it that people hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that there was certain things from H Street, World Industries, like all these different things, Alien Workshop, like mm-hmm. things that I really like coming up, you know, all the different things that kind of, an amalgamation of my pro experience, not only out in the world, but also like, you know, right here in front of you for all of them, not just me, but for Anthony, Terp, Dylan, the kids. Right. To where they can have a skateboard experience in a professional uh, career in skateboarding to where it's like, you know, you don't ride for Nike. You ride for a fucking board company and your board company is your identification. Mm-hmm. Who's Tony Hawk ride for? Birdhouse. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Lakai. <laughs> the shoes aren't your identification you know what I mean no I, no, I, I think that but, but I don't know it used to be in a way back then maybe a little bit right at that time yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. no back back way back no well I mean it's the, always with the board in the, se- in the 70s people rode for fucking Pepsi uh, yeah I would have too because the uniforms <laughs> are sick yeah but like this is fucking 2000 goddamn fucking when we could 13 you know so you know, yeah. to me it was like if you lose the if the if the board company is in your identification, then I'm I'm out. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Right? Like why? We all might as well write for Amazon. Fuck oh, there it. you go. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm down. What cares anymore? Yeah. I love Take Amazon. it easy, Chris. Roberts. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, Chris Roberts. Um, <laughs> you um, for Amazon Prime. No, because then like five years five years from now, they're like everyone fucking skateboard is controlled by Amazon. <laughs> right. That fucking Amazon companies with their fucking hologram fucking videos that come out of your phone. Oh yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. No, let me just tell you something. Like I got man, we'll get into the technology thing later. Okay. Well, I'll end it with a, my fear of technology. Okay. But um, anyways, back to where were we with oh, with the pros and like the, the, the yeah. identification and whatnot. It's like. Yeah, man, like Tony Alba. Yeah. I'm Alba. This is my boy. Like, this shit is sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. And luckily, I was crazy enough at the time to think that this shit could work. Like, <laughs> right. what you're doing? Yeah. You know? Like, it's like, I trip out, man. And people believed in you, too. 
you know? Right. To take the journey, take the ride. Suckers. No, <laughs> um, no, um, no, that was like the thing. Like, I remember, like, I remember having a conversation with my old lady one time when I, I'd quit and, like, I was trying to get Nikel to quit real and all that mm. shit. I remember, like, laying in bed, like, talking to her on the phone, and I was like, I can't do this. I fucking can't. I'm done. Like, people are quitting. I'm going to ruin people's lives. Right. Like, I can't. And she basically was like, look, fucker. You better fucking pull it together. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I had some dark times, man. I had dark times because I couldn't let anyone see my doubt mm-hmm. at all. Right, yeah, right, I right. couldn't. As soon as they see your doubt, yeah. then they doubt. Yeah, absolutely. It's a snowball. So, yeah. I guess one thing that the viewing public needs to understand about me is I sit here right now, and I'm not lying to you. It's like if I'm in a car, and I'm sitting there because I don't drive. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting there in a car, I'm going somewhere. And I look out the window and I see a kid wearing F.A. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm still there. Right. I can't. I can't think of it as like, to me, we're not some big global company. You know what I mean? It's like, I still, he's, he's out in the wild. Yeah. Look at, he's just, <laughs> he bought that. He likes it. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, I still good feeling. can't get over that. Mm-hmm. So I did a, I do, I do a little too much of, um, uh, Isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I spend a lot of time by myself, and because um, I make it, you know. Right. I right, sit there right. and like I, I'm drawing or I'm cutting this shit out, like, you know, like I carry. You know, I, this is my new book. Okay. You know, I carry this shit fucking everywhere, and I just go to dinner or whatever, and like just doodle, just, just write shit down, over, draw, and yeah. over. It's like it's like you know everything from like oh, I forgot to put. Um, hold on. But um, everything from like, you know, like hologram boards, you could do this. You have to fucking make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was told that was impossible. Okay. Ear snot, I forgot you. I'm sorry. Oh, See? there you go. It's putting up a. Put that in there. Where is that going? There yeah. But um, no, it's like, you know, oh, there you go. Oh, well, that, 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 He's got other shit falling no, down no, now. Oh, sorry. There you go. But um, um, what was I talking about? Well, just seeing seeing people in the wild wearing, wearing yeah, the like shit I still is, trip is, out on you know. that. It's like there's no thing in me. Like I never think like we're kicking ass. Right. Like no, I'm always like we okay. Yeah, you know, it's like no, it's, but but I think it's good to feel like that too. You know what I mean? That's like, where you, I you came get from. cocky and all. Let sudden, me tell you, you know. very good, Chris Roberts. Let me tell you the ingredients. You know. Let me tell you ingredients that's good for making um, a new clothing company or a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, good ingredients to make a new brand is this narcissism mixed with complete insecurity and right. self-doubt <laughs> okay i get it's the I get greatest 100%. ingredients for i think musicians anybody creative that is going to take their thing to a a, a bigger public form mm-hmm. is that it's like complete self-anguish and self-doubt and just loathing yourself but at the same time being like bitch i fucking got this shit day one I'll cut your head off right. I'll fucking do this like this I'll fucking don't even try I'll... and then like at night you're just like oh I'm the worst when I do that shit fuck yeah you come out on the other side of that fucking tunnel of shit and you realize you got yourself clean you're like holy shit I fucking just did this like are you shitting me they fucking believe it and this motherfucker I backed that motherfucker down I backed him down I backed them down like what you know right. like give it next who wants to fight um <laughs> that's what it felt like yeah the first four years of making the company felt like me versus the industry 
Mm-hmm. Who wants to fight? <laughs> you fucking bring it. I'll kill your product. I'll kill your team. I'll kill everything. It just, I felt like I was attacking the industry. I felt like it was me against the industry uh-huh. in the beginning. And I don't like that I did that now. It worked mentally. Right. Okay. Because it needed to be all out fucking warfare. It's us versus all of you. I don't care. Right. Because we ain't no backers, man. There's no fucking money. It, we jumped off the cliff and we were two older pros. Right. Yeah. And that's the truth. You know, just bootstrap. It's like, you know, on one hand, it was like, it's escaping irrelevance, you know, irrelevance. You know, it's mm. like you don't want to die with the Titanic, you don't want to sink. You know, you're on this thing. It's like, well, motherfucker, you're on the Titanic. What'd you do? I sank. Yeah. Like, yo, you didn't even try. Like, <laughs> you gotta nah, try. I just hung on. Yeah. To the buoy. But um, anywho, it's like, you know, narcissism mixed with like just just world crushing self-doubt. Right. That's how you make a good company. So good luck. (laughs) No, I I agree with that. Was there anything that 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 you were hearing that fueled you even more? Like people were like, oh, that's never going to work. Dill's doing this thing. It's called fucking awesome. Yeah. What kind of name is that? How but are they ever going to make this work? for a while before Well, of that. course, it was a clothing, but, yeah. but now turning it into a board company and, you know. I'll a, get back a, to that. So fucking awesome was started in 2001. Um, well, first my partner that I still, he's still my partner, mm-hmm. Mikey. Uh, we lived on Canal Street in 1998. And um, um, he was like, dude, you should do something like fucking Stussy. That guy's fucking rich now. Like, Dill Stussy just do Dill and I was like mm. okay oh yeah uh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking you know, I was like, okay cool <laughs> and I was like we should do something like this and we did these like weird graphics and we mm-hmm. sold some of it to Supreme and it was just like these Dill shirts like, okay it's whatever Supreme was so small back then mm-hmm. so this is 2000 2001 and then um, and then we went to London and um, I was in London and he was there and then he was gonna go home I remember I was in the back of a text cab. I was pretty drunk. And I was like, I, I don't like it being my name anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just me and him doing it. No one knew. Right. Like, maybe some people at Supreme, that was it. And then I was like, I want to make a company called Fucking Awesome. And I, I think it should look like this. I think the logo should look like this. And, like, I think we could make it look good like this. And, da, 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 da. and, and he was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and I was like, well... Stupid. stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid fighting stupid. You know, the world's stupid. Um... And then he went home, and I called him shortly after that, and he was working on the logo. No way. And, I, you know, I, we still lived together in New York back then. And, um, yeah, and then we started producing lines of fucking awesome, like mainly just T-shirts and stuff. But then we started getting into jackets and this and that, and that's yeah. what kind of separated us, just from being a clothing company. I mean, just a T-shirt company mm-hmm. to, like, actually doing things. And then back then, there, there was no streetwear. There was no – I didn't know the term streetwear right, back right, then. Right. It didn't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saving face here. I'm just saying, like – it's not what it is now. But what did you ask me again before this? Well, about, if there was uh, just something that, that like people were fire. saying, oh, you fucking exactly, awesome. Exactly. Like, I remember, something. like, fucking before Nakel quit to ride for us. Because mm-hmm. um, I was super close with Nakel already for, like, kind of a long time. And, like, you know, the people that I wanted on the day. I met Tyson when he was, like, I don't even know how old he was. At... Uh, Tompkins and uh, 12th and A. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember him doing like kickflip backsmith. And I was like, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> like the name? Because yeah. I remember he was doing backsmith like a week before. And now he's doing kickbacksmith. But they were kind of just angled. You know, he's oh, just yeah. like, ah, ah. he was yeah. so little. <laughs> I was like, wait, well, you, you know what you're doing? He's like, no. 
Like you didn't know the name. Right. And I remember you'd be like, what's the first video you've seen? He's like, YouTube. <laughs> I love that. So we met him and Aiden, you know, when they were really little kids in New York. And then like Sage was always on my radar because of, um, I met his mom and him at the girl park when he was really little. Oh yeah, okay. And so I met Alex the first time for sure before he, his MySpace. big MySpace fucking story. <laughs> it's a mysterious plane ticket that landed in his pocket. <laughs> but I did buy him a ticket. But um, anywho, um, 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 yeah, I remember uh, before Nakel got on the team, but he was already, he had you know plans to quit and like whatever. And it was at his pace. You know, yeah. I couldn't pressure anyone to do anything because I, I didn't want anyone to feel like that. Right, right. Except for Tyson. I remember at one point I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Please, just fucking let's do this. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, I remember Nock went on some tour and with the team he rode for at the time, and, mm-hmm. which is real. And I remember there was an amateur. Well, I'm not going to name his bitch-ass name. Okay. But uh, he was like, who the f- He wants to ride for a company. We're fucking it. That's so dumb. Yeah, 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 I agree. But... Look at us now. <laughs> Kook. But uh, I remember Nock being like, I want to kick his bitch ass, man. He's talking all that shit. I was going to be like, bitch, I'm about to ride for that. You know, because right, Nock couldn't right. say nothing. Okay. Right. Someone in the van was talking shit, and Nock wanted to be like, mm-hmm. oh. I'll smack him, I'm about to ride for that shit. Right, but, right. Um, you know, I don't know. We knew it. I don't know. I tell you what, when it, right around 2001, 2002, there was that Paris Hilton sex tape, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a person on television in one facet or another. And then she's on like this nighttime cam, pardon my friends, but sucking dick. (laughs) Right. And then she gets a call and she stops sucking dick. It's a talk on the phone. (laughs) And then she come back. Now this, the internet's not huge, like the internet's not what it is now and all that shit. But I saw this woman go from there to selling perfume at Walmart to right. middle America and I was like the world's ready for a company called fucking awesome there you go <laughs> you know what I mean because yeah. it's like you know and in the beginning like when we would try to get like labels done and shit like you know the labels that go in the thing like you know you guys don't know this like not you guys but like some kids out there like this might come from somewhere but the label comes from somewhere fucking right. totally different like this is from Jakarta but the label's from Canada yeah. <laughs> yeah. trust me kids it's not fun don't make a, don't make a company just stop it um, um, so uh, there was a couple times where they were like yeah, how, how many orders? Oh, wow, well, you do 500? Okay, great. And then, What's the name of the company? Excuse me. Yeah, we're not making this. <laughs> oh, you, people would turn you down. Yeah, in the beginning. Nowadays, oh. they're like, fuck flim flam, fucking yeah. cocksucker motherfucker. Yeah, I don't care if you played fucking, fuck your uncle on there. Yeah, <laughs> fucking make it. Because everybody's about money. Like, that's another thing. You're all growing up in an age where everyone just does anything for money. It's just, and maybe that's always been happening. Of course it's always been happening. Everything's always been happening. Mm-hmm. fuck am I talking about? <laughs> but, um... It feels like nowadays, like, well, you can't give me $500 and eat some Tide fucking challenge shit oh, and fucking God. prank my brother? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, put it on Instagram. Like, you kids really got to pull it together. Right. What the I, fuck is going on? Donald fucking Trump is fucking president, and you fucking assholes are eating Tide? Like, <laughs> what, what, what is going on? I'm, I have to leave. Do we really? Do we? Uh, we have Tide Pods. There's here, times. If you will, there's or... times where I will get my work self worked up enough where I'm like, you know, I'm I'm out of here, <laughs> fucking out of here. I'm moving to New Zealand. <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to fish. Be a fisherman. You can't leave until we end the show. No, 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 no. I have plenty to plenty more to talk to okay. you guys good, about. Good, plenty good, of different good. things. So fucking awesome. 
killing it. Yeah, FA's doing good. You guys are fucking doing I mean, the hologram. But it's, uh, so you said you wrote that down in your book. You were like, how do I do? How do you make do, way back book? Right. One old book. But do you go out and have these holograms? I mean, you have to go and get them made. And then they, they put them on the boards. Yeah. Are you are you trying to source that out, or do you have people that work and try to do this? And you're like, hey, this is my idea. Like, let's try to make this happen. How can we do this? Or? For the first two years of the hologram idea, yeah. I'm not gonna say which board company it was. Mm-hmm. You guys know what I'm fucking talking about. If I can look at one of these cameras, it's a person that's sitting there, like, oh god, I know he's talking about me. <laughs> um, I was basically told it wasn't possible. No, I was told it wasn't possible. And you know why it wasn't possible? Because these people weren't willing to go source it for me. Okay, mm. and that. I could have had these hologram boards two years earlier. Right. And then I think whatever I do with the boards, because I'm making them, I, you know, I make where it all goes. I make every one of the kids' boards. When I, any time of day, any time, you could be like, you know, you could go through the FA, you know, what we have out right now, and I'm fucking blown away I've made every board for the kids. <laughs> like, I can't believe, like, okay, Kevin Bradley, okay, he's got a board, okay, Tyson, you got a board. Little gap in Tyson's board right now. I told him recently, I'm like, I'm so sorry it's taking so long. Like, mm-hmm. he's one of the greatest fucking <clears throat> pros of all time, and he doesn't have a current model. Like, that's blasphemy. Right. But he understands. Like, I'm trying hard. Like, I actually have this woman working on a painting of Taishan. Oh, well. I'll leave it at that. Okay. But um, I knew that I needed to do things people never seen. Right, right, right. And I knew that. And it took, you know, I just, if you ever find yourself in the position in life where one of your greatest attributes is to sit and think, it's it's not easy to try to then take something that's taken so long to come into your brain do you feel like you've landed it and then be like look look I got it and then someone tells you back like it's not mm-hmm. fucking possible because yes. obviously it's fucking possible because guess what they're on the fucking wall now <laughs> so it's like you know it's like that was something that really bummed me out and then you know that's where like there was times in the first couple of years where I was like oh god like if you if you're expecting boards to come and they don't look right, you can't sell them. Right. Because you look like a chump. Right. Because you made chump ass shit. I didn't make this chump ass shit. Them chumps made this chump ass shit. So I get on the phone with the chumps. I'm like, look, chumps, I'm gonna come fucking fuck you up. Whatever. But um, the board, the board shop, it's been better for the past few years because mm-hmm. I made them switch. So the reason that you get better graphics on a lot of these fucking boards you're writing that aren't even FA is because I freaked out so fucking bad that I made the board company switch factories in China where they were getting the graphics done. So yes, you're welcome, <laughs> all you other fucking companies. So when it came to the like holograms, that right. was like the fifth thing I would say mm. in conversation. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and what's up with the holograms? So that always like, we'd have plenty plenty of fucking beef to chew okay. with like what they're fucking up before we even get to the hologram. Right, so by the time right. I get to the hologram, I'm so tired of fighting about what they got wrong and then being like, well, did you try this? It's like, don't even try. You fucking made that excuse last time and you're fucking killing me. You make me feel crazy because you're, Acting like I made a problem that you fucking made, and that's the worst. Like that's the worst when you try to make someone else feel crazy. Like <laughs> right. I did it, yeah. I did it, For sure. motherfucker, you did it. Right. I didn't make this board. You fucking made this board. What I gave you looked like basically. I gave you an orange and said I want an orange back, and you brought back a fucking fork. <laughs> I'm not paying for a fucking box of fucking forks when I asked for a box of fucking oranges. I have to calm down. I'm getting upset. Um, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so. 
I'm I'm a bit agitated about the hologram thing because it's like you fucking assholes told me that shit wasn't possible. Look, yeah. it's up on the wall. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, fuck it. You know? Yeah. No, it's good. I'm surprised that fucking your favorite board company hasn't made it yet. A lot of times that like when they fuck up on boards, like because we use two different. Never mind. <laughs> Anyways, um, when they fuck up on boards, sometimes I'm like, you need to get it right because a month from now. After this comes out, other companies, all the other companies, right. are gonna do this fucking dip tail shit too. Yeah, so you yeah. might as well get it right for me for when <clears throat> makes it. Right, right, right. You know, and <clears throat> it's been they've been biting our shit for a yeah. long time now. Right, <laughs> <clears throat> I hate them. But but at the same back time, to, back, it, back, it's back. it's almost as co- it's a compliment too. You know right, what I mean? Right, like 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 James, like James Brown says in a in a in an interviews. I want to talk about something positive, man. Let's talk about music. <laughs> like if James Brown ever had an interview they'd be like well James uh, hold on you know so it says here that you know you shot at your wife and then the police chased you for like between five ca- no 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 uh, talk about some music talk about some positive <laughs> like, you know, well James it says here that you beat your wife you're on PC nah I'm talking about some music man yeah. get up off that thing no but um yeah I don't know I don't want to talk too negative no, I mean, no, no it's I, just the hologram talk a lot of times like the way I make the boards, it's so specific. Yeah. The way I need it to look that if it doesn't come out that way, I can, I can be a bit of a, I can be a bit crabby. Good. And things happen. Freak, no, but, freak out but now it's like the freak outs are so far and few and far between right. that. I think that, you know, like, you know, now that we are where we are, like everyone I work with basically has been like, when you used to freak out, I'd be like, oh, I feel bad for you because Jesus, look at you're all upset. You know, I've, and they would, they'd be like, hey, he's trying, you know, he's trying to do his thing. And right. Then, and then now it's like, you know, a lot of people I've worked with are like, we get it. Yeah. We understand why, you know, we understand why that, you know, you needed it to look that. Because as you make a company, because all I try to do with what I do is all my clothes and everything, I want it to feel nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so I want it to feel nice. I want it to look nice. So everything we make every time is better than the last time. So the boards has to follow suit. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So the boards don't follow suit, then what am I doing? You know, I'm just doing what everybody else is doing. Making some fucking cartoon graphic with some fucking, you know, just like every other asshole company. Take a really nice part of the graphic that you like and put it right under the truck. It's a me- <laughs> keep doing it. Keep it up. It makes my job so much easier. So you're going to have someone draw this great graphic and they're like, where should the face go? Oh, under the truck. Why do you do that? Please keep it up. Please keep it up. All you other companies will love it. But um, <laughs> No, but you guys have a lot of... I mean, even though you guys are a big company now, I mean, you guys still have problems. No, with cause, like, yeah, because there's fucking yeah, six yeah. people running this goddamn fucking you company. You got six That's people why. working. Like, we ain't got nothing more than six people. Wow. So it's like, you know, it's a big... But that's the thing. I like everybody. Everybody that works for FA is so close. Yeah, yeah. That's you good. know, all the boys in the warehouse and everybody like working with me, like they're all, they go fucking bowling together and have barbecues and know each other and like their dogs know each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's like a whole thing. Like they all fucking really like each other and like, that's a definitely no. And like, right. and then on the other side of it, it's like, you know, it's like the boys, you know, yeah. the kids, like I love those kids with all my heart. Like I'm not even like, it's, it's it, when I think about how much, I how much I care about them and how much mm-hmm. I I'm like a mom man it's like when they got it like it's better now but like you understand things are flipping around like there's racism that's been going on forever right but the kids will come back and they're like they'll come back from like Belgium and like Sage will get called like a really fucked up word on the street mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh, 
just like it hurts my hurt, soul because right. they're supposed to be out experiencing and like finding new and going with the new and be like, oh, I didn't see this and like people are different here and like and then like you know I remember a trip. This is a while ago. Knock mm-hmm. went to Australia and he got called some shit and I was like, you know, but he took that real well and turned it into like mega mega like positivity and stuff. But it's like I just feel like in the past three years I've had more non-white people come up to me and telling me how they're getting called different names all across the planet nowadays and right. it's really hurting my soul and it's like the thing is like when the kids would go out of town I'd, I never told them because what am I going to be like I'm so worried about you guys like you know what I mean <laughs> like they go to town on their trips and I would just be like fuck god damn it please be somewhere no fucking racist asshole is going to come up causing problems or mm-hmm. stuff because when you're like 16, 17, 18 you're in different countries you're all these insecurities and you're trying to fucking make it you're trying to do your deal yeah. and like going down the street and someone's like you fucking better turn around some white asshole telling yeah, you yeah. you're some fucking bullshit it's like that can really fuck you up man it's like I don't know for sure, for sure. I worry about them so much. It's like, I don't think they even realize. Like, some of them do. Yeah. They know how much, like, you know. I'm so close with these kids, man. It's like, to see the world through their eyes and to see the world even just through my own stupid fucking mm. old white eyes, you know, it's like, we got a lot of problems going on. A lot mm. of problems. And there's a lot of people in this world not making it easy for some black kids just to do their thing. Right. It's, just, it's just all encompassing I'm just why I have the attitude I have yeah, yeah. To, toward general public and everything, you know, it's because my kids and what I see and just what I f- just hear and news, this, that, everything, whatever. It's like the world's got a lot of work to do, starting with America. Like, For sure. Our, yeah. Like it sounds funny, but on Saturday Night Live, it was, they said recently, like, this is Orlando in the 80s and he's your leader now. <laughs> this is what you deserved. And it's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, not to get too political or whatever, but like, if you have a political argument, I don't want to talk to you because <laughs> you obviously believe in some crazy shit. You know, so whatever. But no, I really worry about the kids, and like yeah. that's a whole thing. Like these fucking dudes—they well, got like, good heads just, on their shoulders. Yeah, you're, you, you're raising they're older them good. now. They're older now. You know, they're yeah, older now. And like whatever sure. input I've had with like Nakel or mm-hmm. Sage or Sean or Tyson or Kevin, like fuck, I appreciate that they ever thought anything I ever did was cool or whatever yeah. you know if I gave them good you know me and Naka are really close me and Sage are really close mm-hmm. like, we're all close but um yeah man I worry about them like a mother man it's like I really do it's like um and once again I couldn't have what I have without them right you know what I mean I when I, I knew that I just knew they had this thing and I knew that you know I knew they would become the next pros mm-hmm. I did I did right. They're like serious powerhouses. They grew into like Seriously. amazing skateboarders, and they're only getting better. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. How did you like when you when you found or you came across these kids? You know, they're just little kids. Do you even expect for them to be as good as they were? Like now, the, it's crazy. Yeah, like they're so. Good. I just needed them to get to like 2014. Yeah, <laughs> like right when they got to there, I was like. Eh. Yeah. And then Game they, on. And they, they exploded, they, dude. And they just kept going higher. Yeah, right. right. And then now, like, when I'm walking down the street, I'm like, oh, look at this sage spot. The ledge is this high. <laughs> yeah. like, look at this spot sage could skate. Dude. You know? And I think he gets sick of that. Because I'm like, sage, you look at it, you could do that. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> <I'm> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mandel thinks I could tail side everything. <laughs> but no, it's like they're, 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 their skateboarding is exceptional. Yeah. And it's my favorite. So good. It just is. It's like, I'm not being, being biased. No. That's the way I like skateboarding is them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I like how they skate. 
I like how my kids skate. I think they're all fantastic. You know, I think everybody on the team, you know, Elijah Burrow. Oh, yeah. Um, that was, dude, making, getting Gino. That was, well, that was kind of a no, yeah. no, no question, yeah. you know. But that's just like, like. For him to even ask, I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was, that's my elder. Like him right. and Keenan yeah. would take the shoes off my feet and be like, your lace it all fucked up. You don't know what you're doing. Lace it, <laughs> yeah. put it back on. Now, look, now it looks fresh. Go outside. <laughs> yeah, they like raised me. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, where they've got to now and what they do is like the kids are. You know, they do, the kids on the team, they do just such exceptional shit. And like, oh yeah, back to Burl. Like, the thing with Burl was like, Tyshawn brought it up. Mm-hmm. He goes, we need that, I want that guy. He, that's the guy. And I was <laughs> like, oh wow, Burl? Yeah, we know him. Like, me, me and Abe fucking know Burl well. Right, right. But we couldn't just go, hey Burl, come on. Because, yeah. and that's, that, that, it didn't happen like that. Because, like, yeah. I mean. I fucking love Mike Carroll. I'm sorry about Gino. I'm sorry about Burl. I love Rick Howard. <laughs> like, I fucking love you guys. I'm sorry. But um, the kids wanted Burl. Yeah. And so they'd be like, Dill, get him. I'm like, it doesn't work that way. How about a little help? You can fucking, I'm not saying go tell him to quit, but then you put it in his head. I can't be like, guess what? You know, it just doesn't work that way. But at first they were like, why not? I was like, oh, touche. But it doesn't work that way, all right? It's called respect, right? Yeah. They, yeah. And it took a while. Like, yeah, they yeah. had to like call Burrow and be like, we want you on the team. And he's like, oh, you know. Oh, so the kids called him. That's right. Yeah. Like Sage would like, Sage would be in Japan and he'd be like, right on like a Japanese newspaper. Like, like, like he'd be like, right for F.A. bitch. Like, <laughs> and like send it to him. I was like, That's oh my so God. <laughs> but it was so cute, you know what I mean? But yeah, we got Burrow and, you know, I just I love how these guys skate. I love mm-hmm. their aesthetic, and I love how they, you know, Kevin Bradley. Like, oh yeah, fucking, how can you not be a fan? Yeah. But um, before I forget about it, I suppose or I may actually go into it. I suppose we go into different questions. So I don't trail off into some bullshit. What's next for FA? Do we have? Or can we look forward to a video? Or I mean, what what's what what's what's in that what's in that mind of yours, bro? What are we doing? What's in that notebook? Oh yeah, let me see that thing. So, <laughs> break that thing out. Let me let me flip through the so, pages. So it's big year for FA World Entertainment in the year 2018. So oh. we're doing a, a cruise ship, a cruise line. Oh, and, uh, you come on the cruise ship and there's like ramps up top and pools. Oh and wow. Skate with the kids. Is this like a collab with like Carnival Cruise? Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Docks in Miami. Okay. Oh, wow. Leaves February 24th. Okay. And um, yeah, the kids rap, do the shows at night, and um, yeah, Carnival Cruise Line FA Sounds presents. Like a great time. <laughs> Actually, yeah. sailing the seven seas with can FA get, Carnival. Can we get comped some tickets? No, so. but it's a big. It's a, everything that I'm trying to do right now is to try to make this next year more successful than the year we just had and Good. 2017 yeah. was our most successful years 2016 was our saddest years for oh, sure why D- dylan passed away oh yeah that's right so we lost dylan mm-hmm. 2016 and then you know 2017 came in with a new president and basically was like well eat the shit sandwich and keep going and so we just fucking it just sent me into overdrive okay. like i think this administration sent me into overdrive right 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 i just went completely crazy and made as much stuff as i could and try to make the stuff as you know the best possible for sure you know so you're keeping time. that so, momentum going but it's there. like for 2018 i got a lot of you know things that i need us to do Good, so yeah. we're you know move up more but yeah i'm excited about what we going on what we have going on like 
Like I said, fuck, I was been in Venice all day. I had yeah. a meeting at noon and like everything's so adult now, you know. It's like, oh God, what? You want me to be there with? <laughs> but no, it's good. I really Yeah, you know, I couldn't fuck, you know. I wake up some I wake up in the morning and you know, I I wake up into it. Mm-hmm. I wake up making it. I go to bed making it. I have dreams that I'm gluing things together. Right, I have right. dreams that I'm like, I have dreams where I'm wounded and I'm cl- trying to cut things out and glue it <laughs> to cover my wound like it's fucking skin. I couldn't even, it's, it's fucked up. Like yeah. I get so deep with this shit just where it's like, it, it takes my whole fucking day, you know? It just takes everything out of me. It's like, it's what I do, I'm not complaining. But it's become so, sec- like, like, first nature second nature to mm-hmm. me that I, I am almost astonished by how much time it takes my brain you know it's like and you almost can't live a normal life it's like you don't really have a normal life you wake up you make it you go to bed you're making it you're talking to people about what's coming out next you're doing what's coming out next you're you're just trying to find it all it's you know you have thing, to yeah. find it like companies can't come just from you sitting there and making it right. I think if that's fine but you have to go outside and you have to find things. You have to find what makes the world, what makes people laugh about things. Like that's my main thing. I'm always trying to like either make you cry a little bit or laugh a little mm-hmm. bit with an each thing. It's like, ah, oh, this is cool. Like this is funny. This is this. It's like, but you have to sit and look at it for a bit for like, son of a bitch, he has a fucking DB Pennebaker or whatever <laughs> reference in that. Like you have to look at it for a while and be like, oh my god, he's talking about fucking Prince. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, no, not everybody's gonna get it. But to me, it's like if if I can take someone down my rabbit hole enough mm-hmm. which I think that's what this is I think it's like you know it's like you know like I said I was reading that, that and I said to you guys earlier before we were on camera I said I was watching this interview with Jerry Seinfeld and he was talking about a show and he was like people just like to come to the world that we built right you know right. What I mean I was talking about your guys' shows like people like to visit mm-hmm. you know people want to come visit this place you created yep. you know what I mean and I feel like that's kind of like FA too it's like you know it's like it's like creating creating a small world where right. people look into it. Like I even feel funny talking about it right now on camera and shit. Cause it's like, am I taking away the mystery of it or whatever? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, you know, at the same time, I also adored, you know, the way Rocco did everything growing up. Yeah. Not that I'm fucking Rocco, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I you definitely like this generation is Rocco. <laughs> am I? <laughs> Let's have lunch, Steve. <laughs> um, me, you, Kelly Slater. Come on, let's go have lunch. I know you're his financial advisor when it comes to the stock market. Let's fucking do this. Um, how strange bedfellows is that? Kelly's, I love that Kelly Slater and Steve Rocker are friends. I think that's sick. And they surf together. That's so sick. That's amazing. But um, no, I mean, shit, I'm just a fucking, I'm just a white trash kid from a trailer park that fucking made good on the skateboard industry by fucking getting it in chokehold, you know? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm a fan, dude. I, I'm, I'm stoked to see what you guys are doing, you know? I appreciate it. Next. It's yeah, I appreciate time, it. Man. Yeah, I was watching a panel of scientists, including like Neil deGrasse Tyson and mm-hmm. many other weirdo ass scientists, like guys that only have like their like sunglasses on on the camera. They won't take them off, like, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll do like two hour discussion on uh, debating if this in with what we're doing right now is real, if, or if it's simulated. Simulated. Like, okay. We're like, uh, we're, uh, computer simulation. Don't worry, Kelly. I'm gonna fill you in. <laughs> Kelly was like, "What?" <laughs> um, so, and not that I believe this, but if um, how many times have people been on Earth? Uh, you can't answer. Can't right. say, oh, where's all the fossils? I, yeah. Maybe they got fucking super tech fucking people that cleaned up all the fucking first five layers. Yeah. So you couldn't fucking find it, and they made our simulated world. 
like and then I'm fucking smoking because my fucking avatar was fucking made to chain smoke like an asshole <laughs> this avatar but um, um anywho yeah I do not believe that and I don't think it matters okay now you're all being like what you don't think it matters it doesn't it doesn't so I'm not trying to scare anybody but it's like you have to add up humans are driven by pornography and sex that's where all fucking technology comes from all that porno crazy shit now I love porno as much as the next guy I'm pretty, pretty. I don't like crazy shit. I like, you know, I look at the broad. You got a nice ass, like that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now it's like gonna go into a whole different realm. Now, so it, you know, maybe not about maybe porno is not the great place to go to it. But basically, this. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we're simulated or not. Mm-hmm. And you might ask, well, how the fuck does it not matter? Well, check this out. The other day, I was at my brother's house, and my mom's watching TV. Me and my brother over here by the table, at the kitchen table. My mom's over there watching TV. And I was just talking to my brother about this. And I go, Mom, look at the screen. And right then, a fucking uh, NBA uh, 2018 like commercial like okay. for the video game yeah. came up. I go, Mom, is that real? Are the people on the screen real right now? She goes, looks pretty damn real to me. <laughs> I go, well, there you go. Okay, so... With virtual reality mm-hmm. that's coming, you can, like, if, like, basically, if you put your hand in your pocket right now, like, you're feeling that because you're, you know, the, the, the information gets to your brain, your synapses, and yeah, all that trigger the shit, right? Yeah. That's realness. That's that real ass shit. But it's going to get so good. And you all think I'm fucking out of my mind, but it's going to get so good, it's going to be just like this. Like, you put your hand in your pocket, you feel it because you're sitting after doing a thing, but what if there was a complete programming mechanism that was as easy as laying there, and then it's all in your head. So right. you're doing it, and you're moving it all around, the smells, the senses. You can be like, I want to be in, I want to be in 1976 fucking uh, uh, on the Bowery out front of CBGB's. <laughs> you're going to do it. You're all going to do it. It's all going to happen. It's going to fuck this world up. It's, it's gonna be so fucked because then if you don't know the difference and you could fucking you could put on a thing and fucking Chris is over here fucking fucking Pamela Anderson doing fucking the greatest gymnastics you've ever seen <laughs> you're just like wait what's real what's not yeah and I almost feel like these like this generation's getting prepped for it like the president lies every day the president lies every day what's real mm-hmm. and that's just controlled chaos if I say some crazy shit tomorrow then three days after that, I say something crazier. You ain't gonna fucking remember Tuesday, right? Because now it's Friday. <laughs> I'm saying all the fucking Mexicans are rapists, and isn't that what Trump says? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like that's that thing. That's that whole thing of like that's, and it comes down to the basicness of that. And if you take Fox News and what what's it called or whatever, I'm not saying the fucking CNN and the Democrats got it fucking made, but at least there's fucking sympathy, mm. and that's what's lost. What's lost to me and like. You know, like the new age of like whatever. And like, I feel like there's a certain amount of like real aggro aggression. And I feel like there's just no human sympathy anymore. There's no empathy. There's no, no one's, I just feel like there's like the zero compassion. It's like I sit there in cars all fucking day long and watch people whip around and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm f- fucking busy. I'm vaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking go left in front of like one car going 90 at them. And you see a fucking car seat in the back of that fucking car. 
And it's like, asshole, you just went left in front of that car coming 90 at you. There's no one behind him. It's just like, why? Are you going home to vape? <laughs> Are you fucking going home to like jerk off to your new virtual reality porno you just got in the mail? Like, What's the hurry? I have little faith in humanity when I see the way op people operate cars. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, this virtual reality shit's well, going to swallow your whole fucking world. And I'm so glad I'm the age I am. Because fuck it. I don't care. I just did it. I lived a whole real life. <laughs> right. I lived a whole real life. Used to answer the phone at home. No, my mom's at home. I'll take a note. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mom. You know, you guys don't do that. It's fine. The but refrigerator, like, put the note. There might not be any saving us once the... Because if you can't tell the difference, then you can't What's tell the, the difference. difference. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't given you guys this presents yet. No. Whoa. Come on, dude. You bring us a present, bro. <laughs> Before we... Part ways. Okay. I've had such a great time. Oh, we've had a great oh my time. God. Jason Dill. We should start a book club together. Oh, you, you want guys to? We'll all get and we'll have group text. No, I don't. I don't, I don't, oh, you love, I don't group text. I'm still on Metro PCS. <laughs> I have an iPhone, but it's just for work. Well, you know what? I'll send you a postcard. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Analog. Um, so uh, uh, I noticed that people have been bringing you guys gifts, right? Mm. And um, I noticed that people that don't give you guys gifts, they look like assholes. <laughs> So, um, you calling Alex an asshole? No, I love Alex. He should have brought a gift. Um, um, and he should have filmed for Pretty Sweet longer than four months. Uh, um, if you want the video, it'd be great. Um, no, no, I really wanted to try to give you guys something cool and nice and like personal, whatever. So, I, I drew a picture oh, for you look guys. Oh, look at that, huh? And, uh, wow. And, and we're back. <laughs> yeah. You don't say that. What do you say? Well, wow. <laughs> we're back. I, it's. You know what's funny? I mean, let, me, I, let me do it. Let me do it. Well, we're back. Did I sound that like, kind of sounded like I was me at like eighty years old? Maybe I'm eighty. Oh, you're eighty. <laughs> no wonder. Okay. But anyways, I did the and we're back. But, it, but I know you had said and have, we're back at least once. But a lot of people say and we're back. They leave comments. You didn't well, after I the early episodes. The earlier episodes, yeah. maybe. But yeah. yeah, it's like Snoopy and he's smoking, I love it. He's smoking a cigarette and he's got a nine hat on. What? And um And uh, yeah, it says and we're back. And then and then when I did it and I saw the and we're back, I was like, I wish the show was called and we're, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> We could change it. That's a great you no because if you if Jason Dill says we should change no, no, the name no, of the no, show, no. we're going to change the name. Because let me no? let me okay. guarantee you of this. You either any of you guys could look up in your iPhone right now and you could write and we're back podcast and I bet seven will pop up. So <laughs> think, like you well, could name your fucking podcast like Donkey Abortion. Like oh, there's like twenty <laughs> Donkey Abortions actually. Look at that, That's a, dude. Thank you so much. No bro. problem. Well, you know we might have to make this into a mug or something. You know, dude. Jason Dill. Let's, let's not let's not lose our minds or anything. No, but, um, we're trying to just make kidding. Some, we're trying just to make kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Just <laughs> trying to make a couple bucks over here, totally. Jason. You know what I mean? Like I'm just at kidding. your expense. I'm just kidding. You know? I just no, kidding. Thank you so, so much. So you know, I, I I brought you the little picture I drew, yeah, and thank um, you, bro. and then I and then I'm. I brought you guys some other things. Oh, sick! Hell That's yeah! Fucking rad, dude. So uh, seeing as seeing as we're in Venice Beach, oh yeah, I thought it would be fitting to uh, um, bring you guys um, presents. It's it's it, it has to do with Venice Beach. Oh, so there you go. Here's the here's the. That's I want to take a, uh, I want to take the plastic off so you can really see it. Okay, let's see. Um, yeah, let's so this is for you guys. So you guys all get the uh, you guys all get the uh, Kevin Bradley party package. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So, Raj, take the plastic off. <laughs> um, so Chris Kelly Raj. 
You guys get what? Oh, you brought it three. No oh, wow. Kevin Bradley. Bradley. Kevin Bradley towels. Wow. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Bradley boards. Look at that, huh? Kevin oh. Bradley rolling trays. Wow. <laughs> and Kevin Bradley rolling papers. Cowboy Kush. Kush cowboy rolling papers. How come know. in every photo on this board he's smoking a joint? I mean, cause he 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 he, cause he rules. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, just asking. Kelly. Hey. Oh, sorry, I thought it would get you. <laughs> Thank you. And then wow. I brought the KB lighters. Oh, this so, is yeah. this is a Kevin Bradley Kevin theme. Kevin Bradley party package. We're I in love Venice. it. I love it. He's the Thank king. You. He's the king of Venice. So, he is right. So, yeah. so 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 Chris, that's you know, amazing. You know, look you at your to, fucking. You present. want me to show you the uh, show? Show everybody your towel. beautiful the, towel. This is the towel right here. What is this thing? He's it's got a. Look at that. Huh? It's upside, upside down. It's upside, it's upside down. down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we gotta get Kevin on the show. There we go. This is the uh, Kevin Bradley. Uh, Soft too. The towel. That is fucking. Oh right. yeah. Then, you know, yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. Awesome. Uh, Kelly's probably gonna <laughs> use this out of the shower. Oh know? yeah. And then, and, then uh, and lastly, this this go. is a book called Lies My Teacher Told Me that. Uh, oh, is that for us? Change too? your fucking life. Uh, no, you have to go on Amazon and pick it up yourself. Oh. Uh, no, they, you, can get, you can get this <laughs> get book. Get the audiobook. But no, Lies My Teacher Told Me, this book will fucking change your fucking life. Oh, that's a good one. I have to thank my uh, my friend Walt Poirier of the Lakota Sioux Nation for putting this book in my hand, changed my life. And um, Okay. Uh, once again, thanks for having me here, guys. I really fucking appreciate it. And I like what you guys are doing with your show. No problem. It's no funny. Problem. It's thank cool. You. Well, listen, this wouldn't be... Uh, well, hold on, bro. I'm not. Just get, I'm not leaving. Just hold on. Hold on. You remember Beretta? Remember the show yeah, Beretta? Of course, yeah. What was that cocksucker's name? I, he don't shot his, I don't remember that. He shot his wife, uh, Robert. Uh, you know this, Robert. God, you're old school. Um, <laughs> Robert Mit, not Robert Mitchum, but remember that guy is on Beretta. He shot his wife outside of a restaurant in the valley. Oh, did he? Oh, in real life, you're talking about. What's his name, oh, Robert? Uh, you're way too young. Uh, but anyways, Could have been on, a computer that show, simulator. on the show, exactly on yeah. the show Beretta, he had that parrot. Oh yeah, but he would have a cigarette in his mouth the whole time. He never, never, let, never lit it. it. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid thinking that was cool, and yeah. I was gonna do that one day. I was gonna have a cigarette, and not light it. We could do it right now. If you uh, want. Th um, what if I kept this one? Like seven years later, it's like Chris Roberts. Guess what? I've been holding on to this smoke <laughs> for seven years and never lit it. But yeah, no. But well, it wouldn't be fitting, me. and let, you know, we always give people get uh, gifts too. You know, we give all right, we, yeah, a little gift exchange. Oh, cool. But listen, we have a special gift for you, actually. You know, little birdie told us that we, you, you like a certain thing. So here you go, man. We, get, we got you a little something here. I love this. I <laughs> got, got an actual wrapped package. Yeah, you got a wrapped gift, you know? Well, I hope you like it. Is this well, the we'll Nine see. Club book? This is from. You guys already made a book. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> this is all of. Uh, Nine Club photo book. This, this is, is all of. Uh, by the microphone. Like, Kelly's memoirs yeah, drawn, right? drawn in, uh, you know, is this big the pictures. Is this the Carl Watson kid book? I thought that was cool. That oh, that was it. Yeah. No, we haven't good. gotten one of those yet. Yeah. We need Carl on the show, William. too. Is this Wayne of the Pooh? Here you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just didn't even see the writing. I just saw the flowers. Oh, I was like, yeah? I know what the fuck's going on there. There you oh, go. Nice God. Winnie the Pooh book. Is this the towel you? pooh? Well, I don't read the tale. Yeah, the, the complete. Oh, this isn't even the towel pooh. This is the complete tales of Winnie the Pooh. Wow, this is so sick. Look at the fucking, look at the graphics too. It's all silvery blue and yellow. Like there's like copper on him. So, yeah, you're a big you Winnie the that. Pooh fan. You like Huge, Winnie the Pooh. Huge man. It's like Winnie the Pooh is my like that's my favorite. Why thing. do why Winnie the Pooh? Do we do? do you... 
It's just like it's childhood. Just like, thing I think or... I think it was this. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I maybe could draw that. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like. And then like you know like, I don't know like I you know I I don't know I just like I mean I got the fucking guy like. I got the guy on me, you know? It's like oh, I you do? Fucking, oh, you I know? thought you were just getting hot. You were I taking off. Oh, sure. so oh, yeah. <laughs> he starts here, and then he goes here. Yeah. Right? So I got poo on me, though. Right, 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 right. But Been working out. Right? I really, really appreciate this. This yeah. is, like, too cool, And man. we'll give like, you some Nine Club uh, like, beer, too. Like, usually people give me gifts, and I'm like, Pfft. But like, this is fucking Oh, you like it? Okay, good, good, good. Well, I'm not good at, like, not. I'm not good at at hiding my disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't throw that thing out yeah. the window. But no, cool this thing. is sick. But uh, we'll also give you some Nine Club stuff after the show too Absolutely. to take home. You Absolutely. know, but we we thought we'd give you that little. Uh, it's got gold oh, leaf on the so, pages. Dude, this you know, is like a, this is a, such a sick book. Thank you guys so hey, much. No, I really no appreciate problem, it. It's man. really touching, man. I I love Wayne the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Dill, pleasure. thank pleasure. you Chris so much Roberts. for coming by. Thank you so much. Raj. Yes. Kelly. Yeah, Jason. Have hey. a safe ride home. Thanks. So you know, I know you don't Uber. drive. Every time I get in the Uber, I'm like, look, I'm in no fucking hurry. I'm not trying to die. <laughs> Mario Andretti. Mario Andretti.